The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice keeps on calling me Down the road is where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat and come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat and come travel like that's old style Krispy Kreme's shop today that were hassling me. I didn't tell it was, Hassle is a strong word. I retract that immediately. But I was not. I was not feeling. By the way, well, I was not feeling well today. Partly because of the hex that has been put on the show, and therefore put on me and Catherine and Sam as individuals, as the show as a whole. More on that in a minute. A hex, a curse, has been put on this show. Partly because I'm coming off these meds, and today I was like tripping. It was I was tripping on acid. So I wrote on Twitter, I am tripping my nuts off. I am so high right now. And someone added the police. Someone added it, sent it to the police. I was high. Are they after a community action trust reward? Uh, why don't you go on uh, um, uh, Afro man to the police? You know what I mean? But I was high, man. I was really high. I was tripping all day. It was like, oh, yeah, man. Um, and so I picked up my youngest from school and we went into the Krispy Kreme donut shop to have a coffee and a donut. And this guy, this, it, 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 there was, okay, this was a weird vibe. It was a weird vibe in there, right? I don't really like, I like the donuts a lot, but I don't like the vibe. It's a bit plasticky in there. I don't think I've ever been in one of their shops. It's a bit, it's a little bit bright and plasticky, whereas you go in a Costa or a Nero's. It's a little bit more sedate. Anyway, so you go in there, and the boy wanted a hot chocolate, and we wanted donuts, and I wanted a coffee. So we're looking at it, and I'm, I'm aware there's a man and a woman either side of us. And the woman's talking to someone, and then the man says to me, would you like me to buy your coffee for you? Well, what? Would you like me to buy your coffee for you? So what are you talking about? He said, would you like a free coffee paid for by me? <laughs> and I went in that voice. I went. What? What? what how, how? He said. All you got to do is uh, answer a few quick questions. I said. How long will it take? He said. Well, on average, it takes about two minutes. And I went. Do you know what? He said. There's ten questions. 
it takes two minutes. I said, you know what? I've got a terrible headache, um, so I'm going to pass, but thank you very much. Okay. Obviously not used... And I saw them... They, they, and basically, I, they were doing a survey for Krispy Kreme donuts, and I saw them going up to other people, and, and, and instead of going... Hi, look, we're working on behalf of this store and we're doing a survey. And if you just answer 10 questions, uh, we'll pay for your coffee. They're going at people going, would you like a free coffee? (laughs) This guy, this guy went up to a group of girls, three girls who must have been 16, 17, 18. Can I buy you a coffee? Oh, no. And they looked at him and went, no. (laughs) Okay. It's a weird thing. There was no explanation. No. Can I buy you a coffee? Can I pay? That was... Can I pay for your coffee? That was it. Can I, can I pay for your coffee? And they like they were like kids. How old is he? Oh, he's he's my age. You know, oh. maybe a bit younger, late thirties. Um, so close to my age. Uh, can I pay for your coffee? And these girls just went, no. <laughs> you, you go in. The only account is hi. I work for this place. We're doing the survey. If you answer ten questions, take two minutes. I'll, I'll buy you that coffee. That's what yeah. you got to do. Not can I buy your coffee? Can I pay for your coffee? <laughs> So and I, and I said I really was I was at my most psychologically intense at that point, right? So I went, no, honestly, I've got a terrible headache. No, but thanks very much. So I'm sat down with the boy, and I'm I am off my nuts. I'm so I'm so high, right? And it's not a great feeling because I had a headache at this point, and it was really getting a little bit unpleasant. And I'm trying to focus on the boy and really and just talk to the boy and keep a conversation going because otherwise I just found myself staring into the distance or bursting into tears. And then I was aware of a couple of young girls, 16, Googling me and stuff. And I was aware that the two people, the, the man and the woman who were doing the surveys, had gone and sat back down and they clocked that it was me. And that's cool. You know, they clocked me. Um, and then the guy behind the counter clocked it was me. And that's cool. And then these two girls clocked me and they're Googling me. And I'm just thinking, just come, come over here and get it. Let's get it out of the way. Let's do it. And they left, the two girls left, and they came back, and they went, excuse me, is your name Ian? And I went, yeah. They went, oh, well, yeah. And we had, and it was nice. It was a nice moment, right? And then the woman who was doing the surveys went up to the man behind the counter and was obviously saying something to me, because the man behind the counter then started looking at me, and I was just thinking, jeez. Oh, God, just get it, just get it over with, right? And I'm feeling terrible at this point. So the guy from behind the counter who's not the guy who's offered to pay for my coffee comes over and said he said something it sounded like can i ask you a favor i went yeah sure it sounded like he said we have a crispy cream app would you like to be on it i think he's talking about instagram i think he said an instagram account i don't know he said we have uh and he says can i would you do me a favor yeah does anyone in this shop talk no. normally Maybe this is the drugs is, was doing. We have. Well, can you? Would you do me a favour? I said, sure. What is it? We have a Krispy Kreme map. I think it was like Instagram again. Would you like to be on it? And I'm thinking, right. He's got that from that woman who's over there who won't come. Who, who won't come? She's asked him to ask me that. She's been sat with that dude over there who I told that dude I didn't want to do his survey because I got I got a really bad headache. As I said, I got a blinding headache was my exact phrase. So she knows I got a blinding headache. So she sent that bloke over to come and I just went, dude. Do you know what? I've got such a bad headache. I I I, I can't. I'm afraid. And I was very polite. And in, and also these the, the coming off these pills makes me quite aggressive. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to say, well, you piss off! God's sakes, man, I've told him I'm not well! 
Um, and I didn't, so I just said, is that you? My story's going like the clappers. Wowzers. Sorry, everyone. So, um, so I sent them back, and I just thought, I just thought, I'm never going back in that shop ever again. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought, I'm never going back in that shop ever again. It just, it was just, to get, to, 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 to have one approach... It's fine. That's fine. And I explained. I've got a really bad headache. I, I'm not playing. I'm not playing today. So then, and also when I'm with my with my my boy as well. That's the thing. So then to get a second approach when I'm with my boy, when they know I'm not feeling very well, that was a bit rough. So Krispy Kreme donut store in Windsor, you blew it, guys. You blew it, man. You blew it. I could have come on the radio saying great things. They're great donuts, right? They're great donuts. Um, I would have come on and said either nothing about it or said, I want to add some donuts. And I was great, oh, great coffee. And instead, I'm saying, ah, oh, man, you had sort of guy that was dying. You were made to feel uncomfortable. I was made to feel uncomfortable in one of yours. Hey, I wonder if I tweet them, will I get free... Um, uh, uh, will, will I get free... Um, They'll pay for your coffee. No. <laughs> will I get free confrontations for the rest of my life? That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. Busy show tonight, Sam. We've not told you about this. This is a busy show. In an attempt to... Did that guy on the news... That guy on the news say we lost... How many did we lose in World War One altogether? 18 million, I think he said. Something like that. A lot. Too many. It was a, it, the, the, World War One was a folly. Could be argued. Could be argued. We can go there if you want. That World War Two is the only legitimate war that there's ever been. Could be argued that. I'm happy to I'm happy to kick that idea around. World War One was a folly. Um, he said, you know, some eighteen million men, women died, but it's really important we remember the nine million animals that died. Um, well, I've got a question. The question is, is it is it really important that we remember the nine million animals that died in World War One? I, I think it's terrible. I think it's awful. But we kind of, and I know that the, the opposite Hyde Park down Park Lane, there's the um, there's a memorial. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously taking so much pride in it. It's right in the middle of a really busy road that you can't get to by foot uh, unless you want to risk your own life. But there's a memorial. It's very dangerous for animals. Yeah, the, it's something like they served two or something. Yeah. And it's at an animal memorial. But do we? I mean, on Remembrance Sunday, will there be anybody? Maybe we should do like an extra 10 second silence for the dogs and the sheep that pigeons. died. The pigeons had bombs strapped to them. I don't know. Oh, three, four, we can talk about that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Um, will anybody? I mean, why? Is he also then going to remember all the animals that we kill every day for eatings, for meeting, for meats? How many animals die a day through um, bolts to the head? It's got to be close to nine million, hasn't it? It's got to be something. I just thought that was a really weird thing to say. Okay, well, maybe not a weird thing to say. Maybe it's a, maybe if you know, if so, it's a nice point to make. Don't forget, nine million animals died. But to put it in the news bulletin, perhaps that's what I'm, I'm grasping at more. To have it in the news bulletin. Don't forget those nine million, and don't forget that during World War One, nine million animals died as well. Yeah. I was listening to Eamon Holmes when he was interviewing him on the Was radio. he in tonight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was. Um, I think that's why that guy's on the news. Okay, because he was an Eamon show. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, it's a, it's a great think, guest. Nah. A, His charity is the one that's uh, put up that memorial. Okay. If I'm By the way, I'm not doing this to be an, an a-hole shock jock, right? If, if, someone, if you can honestly come on and 
sway my opinion, then please do. I, I, seriously, I'm, I, you know, I don't have any enemies, um, apart from some of the people who were listening to the show last night. Why do you hate me? If you didn't stay till the very, very dying seconds of the show, then you missed. You missed. <laughs> The beginning of the show was this. A picture of my fufu. The end of the show was this. Why do you hate me? It really was light and shade. Um, 0344-499-1000. We've got a guest coming up in a minute. All the way from Canada, one of my favourite, favourite countries. We're going to talk to um, Paul Myers, who's written a brilliant book about the... I say it's brilliant, I've not read it yet. He knows I've not read it. I told him. I've ordered two by mistake. I don't know why, so we'll give one away. About the kids in the hall. If you want to, uh, if you want to win it, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, is, have we got no no sign of our guests? Did you give him the right time? Yes, yes, mate. We would. I'm not. Don't. Well, I'm don't. Just check him. How do you? How many ends in unnecessary? Let's try one. There we go. Uh, right. Uh. No. How many? Two. Let's try how many... Uh, yeah. uh. Two, otherwise it'd be you necessary. All right, shut up. How many C's in unnecessary? One. Right. How many S's in unnecessary? Two. Then, then how come it's got a red line underneath it? Oh, it hasn't now. By the way, this, well, this is the thing. We're expecting a guest two minutes ago from Canada, right? And, um, and here's, here's the thing. He won't call in, and I'll tell you why. Something we, we discovered on the show yesterday. The show has been hexed a curse has been put on the show because um someone a psychic we think we think a psychic on twitter offered to cure my depression um by uh, using a pendulum london swing like a pendulum do and i told her um to get knotted um and then she blocked me and <coughs> last night's show was a car crash and we think we think it was a car crash because she has put a hex on the show. So what we're, what we're really after, and Catherine has failed miserably in this job. Miserably in this job. I think it's the hex. Miserably. I asked Catherine yesterday, all she had to do was find us um, a psychic, a white witch, a warlock, or any one of those bullshiners that pretends to have magic powers uh, to lift the curse from the show, right? I said this, Who have you got? they will be treated respectfully and Who without mockery. Who I hope they're got? not listening now. Who have you got? I contacted five of my magical contacts. Yep. One's watching a play. Right. One wanted to know more and then disappeared. Probably literally. Okay. The other three. Nothing. Flaked. So here's the thing. The, the, tonight's show is going to be a car crash, as, just like last night's show, unless we get someone who's got the gift, um, the, the sixth sense, the all-seeing eye. Um, do you remember that band, the all-seeing eye? No. Okay. To come on the show and lift the curse. We need an exorcism. We need a curse lifted. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is—I'm not even doing a thing now. This is an actual, genuine thing. The show is cursed, and we need help. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Could you smudge us? Could you Sorry? give us a cleansing, healing chant or something? You're talking about um, Susan and her fufu. That needs cleansing no. and healing. Now listen, very very exciting. Okay, we we talk quite a bit. Uh, on this show. They seem to keep popping up every now and then. The kids in the hall. Remember when we had Stephen Page in? The brilliant Stephen Page. And uh, he had Kevin Fox on the cello and he had Craig 
as they say, Craig Northey on the guitar. And we're all kind of mooning over Stephen Page because we love the bare naked ladies. Who doesn't? People without souls, that's who. And then Craig kind of let it slip that he'd work with the kids in the hall. Well, Stephen Page was out the door. Sorry, Mr Page, we don't need you anymore. I want to speak to this guy. And Stephen Page understood. He got it! He got it! He realised that Craig was the biggest star. Love kids in the hall. And um, a brand new book has come out about them. And I must have been so excited by this book. I've ordered it twice from Amazon. It's rocked up. It rocked up two days ago, and then it rocked up today. So I've got a spare copy, and I'm more than happy. I can't be bothered to send it back. I'm more than happy to give away the second copy of The Kids in the Hall, One Dumb Guy. It's the authorised biography by Paul Myers. I'm more than happy to give that away. 0344 499 I think via the magic of uh, internet technology, Paul, uh, who wrote this book, should be on the line now. Afternoon, evening, Paul. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing can you hear me? Uh, yeah, we can hear you, man. How are you doing? I'm good. It's about 2.20 in California here. I live in Northern California, not to be confused with L.A. I live near uh, Oakland, across from San Francisco. Oh, man, I love this guy. Well, go, go on. What is the weather like? It's, uh, you know, I've lost my Celsius. It's uh, something like, uh, I'm just looking for you to get an accurate reading. It's about <laughs> 62, de- 62 degrees Fahrenheit here. Jeez, doesn't it make you Which make is, you sick. yeah. Make you it's, sick. A little, it's a little warmer with the Trump. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, that, so, but uh, let me get this right. You're, are you Canadian? I am a Canadian uh, dual citizen. I am, I'll never not be Canadian. I have my Canadian citizenship, but I... Uh, I, for reasons of voting and such, I was able to become a U.S. citizen just in time for the worst time to be an American you citizen. Ha- you, you, you had to become an American citizen because you were so keen to get Trump into the White House. And well done, Paul. <laughs> it's, it's worked. Your dreams <laughs> oh come true. What a weird time for you guys. We'll, we'll talk about the book in a second, I promise. But I love the fact that there's now this, um, it, the, 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 there's accusations that the White House has put out a, a video of that's been doctored, the one of the, the journalist oh, absolutely. supposedly absolutely assaulting the, the, the staff member. Oh, Incredible. I watched, that, I watched that on TV. I watched it when it happened and then they released a video later that's almost like night and day it's uh you know it's the kind of stuff you would expect from the kremlin i mean maybe that's where it's from i've, but, <laughs> I've not seen the doctored version because I, 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 I missed it i've seen the original i will look at it what yeah. is the difference what have they has he got like nunchuckers oh, well, or they, something uh, if you want to know what they did was yeah that's right they uh <laughs> they added in some uh, U- uh, ultimate fighting uh, footage. No, no. What they did was they slowed down. They slowed down most. They sped up part of it to make it look like CNN journalist Jim Acosta had swung at the arm of the uh, young intern. When all she was doing was grabbing the mic, and he said, "Excuse me, ma'am, I'm asking a question," which yeah. is like the most gentlemanly assault you're going to get. <laughs> and it was absolutely no assault. And basically, his motion was pulling away from her yeah. rather than towards her. And it's just um, it's just Trump doing more misinformation. He's really clearly upset that he's has to, he has to be accountable now that the House is uh, Democrat again, and uh, he's he's uh, upset that Jim Acosta keeps asking him questions, which. Almost nobody else in the press corps has the nerve to do. And so he's a problem. He's a problem. To I wouldn't be surprised if 
if uh, Acosta's brakes fail magically, too. Well, well this, this is it. I'm surprised more people aren't getting bumped off over there. As you know, our royal family over here have a hit gr- f- grand history of murdering people they don't like. So I'm, Trump needs that, to yeah. pick up on that. Anyway, listen, Paul Myers. Let's, the, let's, yeah, let's, let's get on to the happier let's, stuff. Let's, let's, well, well, happiness, I'm sure there's some darkness in it. I love the kids in the hall, man. They were, they were shown over here sort of, I'm trying to think, early 90s on Channel 4, and it was like 1 o'clock in the morning, and it was never on a regular day. It, you, you, you'd kind of have to look through the listings, and it would be there, and you would set your videos. So they have, um, they have even more of a cult status over here than they probably do in, in, in Canada and America. In the US, yeah. Now, why, yeah. why did you, this, what's your connection with them? Why did you decide to write oh. this book? It's kind of amazing. I, I'm a music. I'm, I write about music. I, I actually wrote. You mentioned the Bare Naked Ladies. I was a musician in the Toronto scene, a contemporary of Stephen Page and a contemporary of Craig Northey. Wow! And I had a band uh, called the Gravelberries. And uh, this is to answer your question, by the way. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually answering it. So at that time on Queen Street West in Toronto, it was the it was the uh, it was very much the um, the scene. You know, yeah. it was it was where. It was where the bands and the comedians and everybody, it was very post-New Wave and uh, all the English bands would come there and all the American bands would come there. And as well as uh, we had like a comedy scene, which was basically centered on the kids in the hall. They had basically started and they were a rock comedy troupe. They were they didn't play rock music uh, themselves, but in between sketches, they would play The Jam and uh, Buzzcocks. And it was very much, um, you know, angry young comedy. And. Uh, so I wrote the Bare Naked Ladies' first biography, their biography uh, that they asked me to write. It, just, it does relate because when I became a writer, I started writing stuff. I started writing my fan club uh, newsletter for my band, The Gravelberries. Really liked writing. Yeah. Started writing. Uh, started writing articles about music, and and then the kids and, and then the Bare Naked Ladies were like having their big success in 1990. Uh, I think it was 1998. They started having like a number one hit record. They were about to have a number one hit record in the States, the United States. Yeah. And so they contacted me. I, don't, I moved to San Francisco and uh, they said, you know, you're a writer, but you know us. You should write uh, our point. Like you should be our point man to write the official biography. Like, And so I wrote this book called uh, Private Stunts, Public Stories. It's a good book. And, I've read it. I've got it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, that was my first book. And that got me into writing books. And, uh, and, it, and the, you know, it was definitely written sort of to hire. Like, they hired me, and it was a fan club kind of... Uh, are you still getting me, by the way? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, yeah, lapping yeah, yeah. up every word of this. Don't you worry, no, I'm Paul. I'm getting up, but I'm also getting... I was just getting a little flash uh, uh, internet nest message saying that it was going slow. Anyway, um, I'm not going slow, you can tell. You're going very fast, uh, sir. I like I'm very it. very caffeinated, yeah. I'm very caffeinated. Plus, you know, <laughs> it, they charge by the minute on Skype. So, um, so, so anyway, I'm really cutting to the chase. The, that went really well for me in terms of uh, opening up a career for me. I wrote a book about Long John Baldry, who many people in England wouldn't know, but he uh, discovered Elton John. He was a musician in the London scene of yeah. the 60s, and he discovered Elton John and Rod Stewart, amongst other things, and was a contemporary uh, friend of the, the early Rolling Stones. So I wrote his biography because he died in Canada in 19... Uh, I think it was like 2006 he died, and I wrote I wrote that. And then I wrote a book about Todd Rundgren, and I was over in the UK. It was a UK publisher, actually, produced uh, Jawbone Press. Yeah. And I uh, I did a little press in London around that time, too. Uh, and so that led me to, finally, in 2015, I'd known the kids in the hall their entire career from the scene. I was at their early club dates on Queen Street. I was at their taping of their TV show wow. at CBC Television. 
the CBC, which is like the BBC, yeah. it's like the, you know, the big, you know, they put cultural money into things. And uh, uh, I was also on the set of their film Brain Candy. Um, wow. So, and then I've been, I've been at several of their reunion tours over the last decade or two. Yeah. And so, so it seemed logical that now that I know how to write a biography, thanks again to the Bare Naked Ladies and others, I, I said, you know, you guys have been almost at this 30 years. This is a couple years ago. It's 30 years coming, actually. So uh, about two years ago, I said, you guys, uh, it's about time that I did this book. I kind of said it like Jerry Seinfeld like that. And um, <laughs> and they they had said no earlier. Another, they said they didn't feel comfortable doing a book. And I eventually convinced them that I was at the right time in my career as a writer. They were at the right time in their career together. And so um, I, I began the process that led to this book, One Dumb Guy. There's the answer. I hit it. I got to the end of the answer. Stop the clock. That's a world record for the longest answer to a first question in an interview ever. Well done. Uh, um, I, listen, I, I only got this book this, the other day, Paul. So I want to be honest. I haven't read it yet, but I'm. I'm oh, it's great! Uh, it's great! I can tell, don't don't read it. It's great. <laughs> I'm very very excited about. It. I'm just flicking through the pictures. My God, is there anything sexier than um, Bruce McCulloch, Mark McKinney, and David Foley dressed up as Sex Girl Patrol? Look at those, Catherine. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I mean wow, uh, they're hot. They're hot women. The Monty it, Monty Python were never hot as women, but the the kids well, in the no. hall they are hot chicks. Well, it's funny you should say that because it was at, um, the openly gay member of the troop, Scott Thompson, said that a lot of the uh, the uh, professed professed heterosexual crew members would get visibly uncomfortable at Dave Foley dressed as a woman <laughs> uh, and you know, challenging their challenging their yeah. beliefs of their own sexuality. And I, I actually, um, I also felt like Dave was a beautiful woman. Mm. I, I remember I remember being on set and seeing him. Uh, uh, with as uh, Jocelyn, the uh, French uh, sex worker, French Canadian sex worker, yeah, and uh, it's like he's yeah, he's the he's the kind of girl you want to marry. How how big were kids in the hall in their prime? Because if I got this right, that they were big in in Canada, and the show yeah. was kind of a cult in the states, and it wasn't until the reruns that they actually yes. got quite huge. Yeah, there's a network here called uh, Comedy Central. Yeah, and uh, it's where the Daily Show with John Stewart originated, and and uh, Key and Peele, and all the. So, but originally they didn't have much content, and the Kids in the Hall had gone off the air in 1995 ish, and they were just starting up in 2000. You know, they were just getting their legs in the late 90s. So Comedy Central uh, needed programming, so they would program uh, reruns of Saturday Night Live, the NBC show. And then they would also pro- program uh, the kids in the hall. And by then it was, you know, the series was gone, but they had like five seasons to draw from. They put them on every night in, a, I think, a half hour version. Yeah, it was half hour. And uh, it was a half hour of, of uh, Saturday Night Live. No, an hour of Saturday Night Live and an hour, half hour of the kids in the hall. A lot of kids, uh, ch- you know, t- uh, young adults who were coming home from school and stuff would end up seeing it. It was also rebroadcast several times a day, right? Because they didn't have much. They didn't have much content. Yeah. So, so it became almost hypnotic. Uh, the way when I was a kid, I used to watch Bugs Bunny cartoons because they were always on. Yeah. And I, I think if Bugs Bunny was real and showing up somewhere at a mall, I would probably want his autograph. Yeah. You know, he like I was a big fan of Bugs Bunny for that reason. So imagine the kids in the hall are somebody's Bugs Bunny. And then, you know, much like, you know, that quote about the Velvet Underground that not many people bought their records, but every person who heard the band formed a band of their own. Yeah, of course. Well, there's a lot of comedians in America, especially right now, who got the kids in the hall that way. Uh, like Fred Armisen. And oh. uh, I think I think the guys who make the films for Key and Peele uh, said in an interview that I didn't do the interview, but it was in my book that. 
you know, they, they base their film style on the quality of the Kids of the Halls film style. And uh, different guys like Jonah Ray, who's on Mystery Science Theater yeah. uh, 3000, said that he used to run home from school and, you know, the, the Kids in the Hall made him want to be a comedian. And uh, it's just like a lot of people like that Judd Apatow, Paul Feig, like two big names in comedy mm. now were like blown away by the kids in the hall. And uh, they were actually followers from the beginning. Like they were watching it on HBO. And I... it's just it's, it's amazing how many American co- comedians uh, come up to me and say, thank you for writing a book about the kids in the hall, because they were kind of my troop. You know, I, I, I love, uh, you know, that I was one of a small band in my school or college who would who would watch it and would get excited when it was on. And I love the fact that a lot of their sketches kind of don't have punchlines. They just sort of peter out. A lot of them yeah. are ridiculous. I still, I still quote to this day, the Eradicator. I do, you know, oh, I love I, that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. such a good sketch. This guy that I just think, wants I to think... beat everyone at squash. My favorite joke in that is when uh, he's saying, you know, prepare to die from the Eradicator. And then he says, OK, I'll play you on Tuesday. And then the Eradicator looks at his little uh, date book and says, Tuesday is not good for the Eradicator. <laughs> Which I, I, I just hey, that's Pi- that's that's Python, yeah. too. That's a yeah. very Python. The, the kids in the hall basically took the element of the five man troop that some on film, some in the studio that Python had and that effect of the absurdity and then they translated it into um, their time. Yeah. Instead yeah. of you know, instead of London in the late sixties and early seventies, they were Toronto in the late eighties, early nineties. And uh, somehow there's a Canadian thing that isn't so tied to the Canadian. Like they don't do Mountie sketches, mm. but they. It's if you lived in Canada at that time, as I did, you would say, "Oh, I I know that. I know that scene. That that's uh, just the same way that maybe uh, Python would have had a sketch about the tobacconist or the cheese shop." We, you know, and, and, and of course we're all huge Python fans. Yeah. So it's, it's for me, it's a, uh, it's a, someone said, someone posted a picture that they bought Eric Idle's new book and my book about the kids in the hall. And they posted a oh. picture of the two of them together and it blew my mind. Well, right? Paul, well like, Paul, that, that's, that's the book I'm finishing reading is, is the Eric Idle book. And as soon as that one's done, yours is the next book I'm reading. Well, I'm honoured to go second after Eric Idle. <laughs> Sir Eric I do think that kids, and they, they seem to be like the missing link. But let's get geeky for a second, Wolf, for the whole thing. The missing link oh, we're between... out now. We, oh, man, I love it. The missing link over here between Monty Python and The Fast Show. I'm, I, I'm guessing you're aware of The Fast oh, Show. Oh, The Fast Show. Yeah, and and oh, there's yeah, a lot... I'm, I'm yeah. thinking of, you know, that I crush your head. And um, there's, 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 a, there's quite a few sketches from the kids in the hall that would sit very comfortably in The Fast Show. You know, very catchphrase... I'm crushing your head. Wonderful, wonderful yeah. kind of recurring yeah. characters. So, so do you remember, I can't remember the lineage. When did the Fast Show? Uh, when was it on TV? I think the Fast Show was when I was at college. That would have been. I'm going to say ninety two, ninety ninety three. Oh. I'm going to say. Catherine's okay. googling it. Uh, ninety four to ninety seven. Ninety four to ninety seven. I wasn't. Okay, far so out. they were they were uh, coexisting yeah. with the the, the, the British uh, the Canadian TV show was like. 1988 He's our kid, but we're but I hate him. But yeah. then I love. Him. Yeah. But also, if you insult one of the other guys, they're the first guy to defend. Right. So they like they're a form a five man 
uh, organism, and and each one within they, they have the right to have an argument with each other at any given time, but no one else can. So so they are brothers by choice and brothers by um, just by uh, what's the word attrition. Mm. You know they've they've been together working together for thirty years. Every possible fight they could ever have, they pretty much had. And they faced death. They literally faced death together with uh, Scott got very ill. Scott Thompson was, was dying, yeah. wasn't he? We filmed when they were filming their last series. And the series was called Death Comes to Town. So wow. it was like, and the, the book is filled with these moments. Somebody else told me this in an interview because I've been, I just did Canadian, uh, I had a bunch of dates in Canada. And one of the guys said to me, he goes, this looks like the story of the kids in the hall is the story of will they break up now? Yes. Is this what's gonna? Is this what's gonna do it? And and then and then ultimately you come to the. I mean, it's an ongoing story. They're still they're still planning some new things in the new year. But but the the, the ultimate conclusion is, I guess not. I guess they're not going to break up because nothing could break them up. Mm. You know. And and uh, the other story I think is about them is uh, is it's the story of how how they screw up. Every group oh. decision they've ever made. This is, is what like, I wanted to talk about. They they keep getting things wrong. Yeah, and that's why the book's called One Dumb Guy. It's a Kevin McDonald of the Kids in the Hall said, you know, we're actually pretty smart guys individually, but together we're one dumb guy. <laughs> they make so and- many wrong turns in the... I mean, I, I, listen, I, I, I went to see Brain Candy. It got such a limited release over here, their movie. And I was there yeah. with my sister, uh, a flatmate, and there was one other guy, four people in a cinema. And I wanted to love it, and I loved... I did love it at the time, and then I watched it a couple of years later on video, and... Yeah. There are some it's some great ideas. There are some great scenes in there, but it yeah. just doesn't quite work. And you th- you think, come on, you could have you could have made a holy grail here. You could have made a life of Brian. And w- what was that? Was that too many different opinions at the same time? Yeah, there's a lot. There was a lot going on. Um, the first you have to know is that um, when they were writing the film, uh, two of the family members of two of the kids in the hall had. Um, died by suicide oh wow so it's all, all already pretty dark and the room they were the room they were writing in the uh, kevin dubbed it the boardroom of death because every time they would meet they would say oh uh, i just found out that my brother-in-law committed suicide oh, or my. in the case scott thompson's brother actually uh also committed suicide and so and then there was that and then the other aspect of death was about their career because um, Dave Foley had, uh, I don't know if you got it over there, there was a, a, a hit TV series called News Radio. Yeah, of course, yeah, big And D- Dave Foley had been uh, picked to be uh, the star of this show. It was built around him. And um, this was a time when, you know, the other guys, the series had ended and they were about to do their movie. And they, their plan was to do, like, Python movies, to do, yeah. like, a, their their Holy Grail, their Life of Brian. And, but while they were making this film, there's all those deaths I mentioned, and then, then there's this thing where... Dave wants to reschedule the he wants to shoot the film a year later because there's a lot going on for him. Mm. The other guys resent the other guys kind of resent that and uh admit to it now. And then um and then uh so there's all these things going on tensions. Dave and Kevin who were the best friends originally who they'd been together even longer than the kids in the hall. They were completely not speaking to each other. Uh and then somehow contractually they had to make the movie. <laughs> They, and they finished the they finished the screenplay. They kicked around in my book. You'll see there's all these great ideas that they didn't do. Yeah, yeah. and like there's a whole bunch. There's one that I really love called Boat Full of Cowards or Ship Full of Cowards. It's like a Navy drama 
or Navy comedy, but like uh, everyone in the, everyone on the boat shouldn't be on the boat except for this one drill sergeant played by uh, I think Mark. Brilliant. And they didn't make they didn't make that movie. And then they decided Prozac was new at the time. And of course, they're talking about these themes of depression. And and at the time, Prozac was being sold as a as an antidepressant that just cured sadness. Yeah, like they didn't really they didn't really explain it in a nuanced way. So people were calling it the happy. Pill. Yeah. And, and so they made they like to make fun of big business and they like to make fun of um sort of pop psychology so they they decided that they would make this movie that they were going to call the drug and it later became known as brain candy but they uh, they the film was kind of dark it was a dark theme about people being depressed kind of dark there's a guy in there there's a kid in there in a wheelchair called cancer boy and there's one of my favorite lines is is this mum comes home to her young kids hi kids where's your dad oh he's upstairs masturbating to gay porn it's a it's a dark movie man yeah 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 well, yeah, and, it, and there's even a scene in it where the one of the kids remembers a childhood memory of his father walking in and uh, clumsily attempt, and you just see the window of the house, and you just hear the sound effects of him, cl- of the father clumsily trying to kill himself, and keeps miss missing yes. with, uh, at close range, which yes. would not sound funny. It, it doesn't sound funny no. description, but when you see it in the movie, and you just hear Kevin McDonald going. I can't believe I missed again, <laughs> you know, and 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 uh, again, very Python, very yeah. um, very. Very much like, um, more like Meaning of Life Python, you know, yeah. the dark scenes of death. And because, uh, you know, Meaning of Life is one of the darkest um, uh, Python films ever. Oh, right? I, can't, um, I can't watch that. I, I haven't seen that for years and years and years because it is so grim. I mean, there are ju- the, a few joyous moments in it. But but the whole, you know, the war, Mr. Creosote, the sex education, the, the, um, the salmon, salmon moose. moose. Yeah, yeah, it's, it it's a dark movie, man. <laughs> yeah. I didn't need no, the salmon but, moose. Yeah, yeah. Also, they, all they, their, their American accents that almost killed me. Uh, but a, a, anyway, we're digressing. So yes. that they make that. And you mentioned Cancer Boy, and that's the other thing that they did wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, they, I mean, they, they stand by the film, but I mean, they admit that that made it hard. So you know, when you when you make a, a major motion picture with a Paramount, you 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 basically are getting one shot, and and you know, American movies have to open fairly big. Yeah. They have to at least make back their money. And they made this film, and they, at one point they're shooting this scene, and we don't know what we're talking about listening. There's a scene with a bald-headed kid, and it's a mm. parody of of all of those things where um, sometimes sometimes the, ch- the charity kid gets a little high on himself and wants to meet every celebrity and gets a little – and God bless the kids who are in that position. But the idea of, like, you know, he's entitled and he's a little bit pushy. And so they wanted to make fun of him, of a guy who would say, you know, like, I have cancer. You know, yeah. and, and and it's it's not even funny as I tell it now. But at the same time, it was kind of a thing that fit the theme of the movie, yeah. people dealing with depression. And and they insisted on having this film and they had to call him Cancer Boy, which was kind of a um, made made you know that it was a parody character. Well, of course, these are things you don't. These are third rails. You don't yeah. touch these. You know, I remember and, laughing and, and at that. that yeah. I remember laughing at that character at the time. And I remember watching it again and thinking, ooh, no, 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 no. no. I, I couldn't believe that I laughed at it. And I just thinking, nah, they shouldn't have put that in the movie. Yeah, I mean, and that's what happened. So they, they were fighting for it. Um, the Paramount, who were distributing the film, and, you know, their big shot at the U.S. market, they, they would have been happy for a, a, a moderate weekend with a cult film, but no. So so he gets uh, Paramount gets on the phone 
with uh, well, Lorne Michaels says you should cut. Lorne Michaels is their producer who produced Saturday Night Live as well. And and Lorne Michaels says, you know, I think you should cut the cancer boy thing. It's just it would make it easier. And then um, and the troupe had a conversation and they said. It's it's our comedy. We're doing it our way. Yeah. So God bless them. You know, God bless them. They created this uh, impediment to their own success and stood by it. And they fought for it. And they got on the phone with a Paramount executive and said, I'm sorry, we're doing this. And so, of course, they say, well, great. You know, there goes your promotion budget. You, you're not going to we're not going to sell it. And then and then uh, Siskel and Ebert were very popular film critics at the time. And Ebert said it was the worst film ever made. And, you know, Siskel defended it. But uh, and then one of the big L.A. Uh, New York Times critics also said it was a joyless exercise. And, and so any kind of crossover audience they would have had uh, other than their hardcore base uh, just didn't come. And, and it didn't stay in the theaters very long. So um, cinemas, you know, so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it was a little bit of a career. Another one dumb guy move. really. Paul, Paul listen, I, 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 I'm going to I've tweeted the book and I will tweet the, all the links and all the, the places you can get it again. Final thing. Are they going to do any more? Just when everyone thinks they've, they've stopped doing stuff, they'll do another live tour or they'll do that series they did a few years ago. I read somewhere somewhere that they might be doing something for Netflix. Uh, yeah, they uh, it's they're not specifically named for Netflix yet, but they're uh, they've been talking uh, as they often do. A, they're talking amongst themselves to get a thing. Like, they need to have a thing. Uh, they're probably going to do some more touring, and they want to write another original series because it's been about eight years since the last one. Wow, okay. And, and so, so, and, you know, right now Mark is on an, a hit American TV show called Superstore, and, uh, you know, and they're all doing various things. Bruce is, uh, Bruce is uh, kind of a professor right now for the year in uh, Toronto. And uh, Scott's got this Buddy Cole thing that he's doing. It's a character of his. He kind of tours with it. And they're all busy, and and so they're going to try and pencil in something to do together. And in the current climate, Netflix and Hulu and uh, uh, Amazon uh, TV, Amazon Prime, yeah. they're the kind of places you take stuff. So you make a short series like Mr. Show did yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. Make a short five or six episode series that goes viral or it goes uh, bingey. You know, you can binge it. Bingey. And then, it, you know, then and it goes bingey. He's gone all bingey, I'm afraid. Uh, uh, um, and you know, and then that would be good. And then they could they could just do a contained. Could, it could be a it could be a sketch comedy all the way through it, or it could be one story the mm-hmm. way Death Comes to Town was. Um, I hope they do it. I'm actually hoping that my little book's going to help them um, sort of like stay in the public eye and get uh, the money that they would love to mm-hmm. get to, the, to do it right. You know, uh, I don't want to pretend that I'm going to be the guy who helps them, but certainly I didn't write the book because I didn't want to help them. Mm-hmm. You know, so so I'm I'm happy that people will be talking about the kids in the hall now and getting the whole story about how important they are. Paul, it's so nice to talk to you, man. I'm so glad we sorted this out. The book is The Kids in the Hall, One Dumb Guy, Paul Myers. I'm going to... I've got a copy. If you want a copy, dear listener, f- first person to phone up and tell me that you want it, Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Paul, if they do some live shows, I've decided I'm coming over to see them, so I may get to shake your hand, and thank you for this. Uh, hopefully I'll be there. I'd love to... Wouldn't it be great if they went to England? But anyway, oh. okay, thank you. Thank you for the time. Thank, Thank you, Paul. you for the time. Take care, brother. Bye. Thank you very much. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Sorry, I shouldn't really be taking private phone calls, but my phone has just gone off. Hello, who's calling on my private phone? Sadiq. Oh, Sadiq, man. Come on. What are you doing? I'm in jam tarts today. You make jam tarts? 
Yeah, I'm on the radio, man. As you, as you know, I do a radio show. This is Sadiq, my biggest fan. I gave, I made the mistake of giving him my phone number, and now he won't stop calling me. I had to block you on uh, WhatsApp again. Sorry. Well, no, because I knew that I had to get some sleep, and I knew that you would phone me very, very early in the morning. Yeah, and and I don't know, and I like to have my Wi-Fi on my phone so I can fall asleep listening to the radio, and I don't know how to disable WhatsApp. So I, I just thought it was easier to block you, man. I don't know. I don't know if this this relationship is working. Hmm? I want you to unblock me again. I won't do it again. Please. Right, if I unblock you on WhatsApp, do you promise not to call me tomorrow on WhatsApp? Yeah, I promise. What time can I ring you? Sorry? I said, what time can I ring you? <laughs> Why don't you ring me at 10 o'clock using my other phone number? No, ten ten o'clock at night. You okay? Yep. Have we got a white witch yet to lift this hex? None of them are getting back to me. It's Friday night special night. It's Thursday. <gasps> the hex. All right, Sadiq, thanks for calling. Bye bye. Let's go go through some of these calls. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. How are you doing? None of your business, what you got? We're struggling with the care room, we can't find any. I've been turned down by there's one the sort is going to expensive. Uh oh. So what's gonna happen now? They can't they can't kick you out though, can they? Yeah, they can't this is the thing, they're not gonna push you out onto the pavement and with your suitcase and say, There you go, fella. Yeah, but what I like is the lack of places for people. Yeah, I know this 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 is one of the great scandals. There are hardly Birmingham to Manchester. From Birmingham to Manchester. Yeah. Two places consider me. Yeah. Two places, the rest can't. Yeah. can't there's no accommodation. And so we're looking at Wigan. I've got no. If I might as well send me to Uruguay, send me to Wigan. I'm just probably, probably it's, it's, a, it's a scandal. It's a scandal. It's a literal scandal, and no one wants to talk about it or know about it until it's happening to them, in which case it's too late. Yeah. I'm still here. Still here. Well,. Uh, here's the thing. So. Just just rest assured, knowing that they cannot kick you out, that they will have you will have to have somewhere to go to um, before that you leave there. And I know that's not the great, still not a great situation because it's all very uncertain. But better than sleeping under a cash point. Sorry. Better than sleeping under a cash point. You live under a cash point. Yeah, it's better. It's better. It's better staying here than sleeping under a cash point. Well, they stay, they can, all right. They can sit you under a cash point if you want. I'm sure yeah, you get a few good. quid. You got the shakes and everything. I've People, got the shakes. The hippy hippy shakes. Hippie. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that was very really interesting. People never heard of that programme. Oh, it's good kids in the hall. Yeah, it's funny. I'm not sure the doors clip. Beaver the doors. I know, that was funny. Do, do, do you like the doors? The doors clip. A, they clip out the doors. You don't buy the greatest bits. That's for housewives. And so it's, just, it's just a clip on. What are you talking... What's he talking about, Catherine? The, the, the kids in the hall. Yeah, they did a sketch about the doors. Is that yeah, what you... Yeah, that's what I'm on about. You've seen their sketch about the doors? Yeah. Wow, okay, that's a re- weird one to go. They do a sketch, they do, do a very funny sketch about the doors. I like it. What's, what, I'm trying to remember, what's so, um, what's different about the song Riders on the Storm? There's no bass, man. Yeah, that's the one. That's, that's the one, one. yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that for, for years and years and years. There's no bass. No bass. Um, I'm going to cut you off. Okay, bye. Right, let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul! Hi, hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. How you doing? Hello, Paul. Paul, good evening, Paul. Welcome to our world. What can we do for you this evening? Are you, are you a white witch? Can you lift the hex? 
No, but I'm a massive kid in the hall fan. <laughs> so I really loved that. That was great. It was, uh, it was, oh, you were the guy that was tweeting. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, he was, he was a nice guy. I didn't, I didn't realise that he was Mike Myers' brother. Yeah, yeah, I'm friends with Paul as well. I think, so, you know, you're talking about the connections. I was, I was really interested when you said uh, about the fact that we were missing Link, etc. Yeah. And, and that's something that I sort of uh, posted to Paul about six months ago, because similarly, I'd, I'd known... Uh, as you did, obviously you were in the, in the in the comedy world in the same way, around the same period of time. But it was on late at night on Channel Four, but it was also played in sketch form on Tarrants on TV. So they used to play the sketches on there, you did know, they? sketches and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember the one about the, the guy who the guy who grows breasts? I don't know if you remember that one. I don't remember that one. I mean, the, the classics, the classics of the girl drink drunk and all of that. But I love. Um... Well, the, the lights go off in, in the scene. They're in, they're in the sauna together, and he's got breasts. And the lights go off because uh, yeah. Uh, could you please take your hand off my? Uh, I think I think you've. Uh... Oh, sorry, didn't notice. You know, that kind of... sorry, I didn't know. I, I, I love them. I, and then, then, but here's why I love them because because more people hate them than love them. Great. Good. That means I'm doing something. They 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 they, they, they polarise people in the same way that Frank Sidebottom polarises people. You know, people yeah. either get either get it straight away and go, oh, "This is great," or go, "I don't, I, what, I don't get what you're laughing at." What's the joke? I used to love the teenager that was sat at the table. Do you remember when his parents were there? Yeah. And his mother would come out and bring all all the you know all the roast dinner for the Sunday lunch, and he'd just turn around slyly, look at his uh, father, and say, "Effing great ham." <laughs> I need to, I've got the full box set, and I need to. I need to. I need. To, well, they all they all fought with their dads in real life. I, I'm something going to, I need to crack open the box set. Do you have you got this book? Uh, I'm 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 on, I'm on it because obviously I'm like, I know I know I know Paul through uh, oh. Facebook friends for quite some time. Well, like you said about about the fact that. For me, you know, there'd be no League of Gentlemen. There'd be none of these yep. things would have happened. Yep. If I, what I said to him was, I said, uh, the same as you with uh, Little Britain, that all these guys were watching late night Channel 4. Yeah, yeah. It's the missing link, isn't it? It really totally. is. Totally. Uh, but, so, yeah, love the, love the show tonight. Really appreciate the, you know... Thank you, Paul. Uh, you're going to love getting cut off. Cheers. Let's go to a dirty pervert. It's Furry Tommy. <laughs> Oh, uh, hi there. You, you, you uh, swear, yeah. and I'm going to come and shove an, a real-life otter up your a-hole. Well, that's not very nice to the otter. Honestly, I wouldn't mind all that much, but... Exactly. Dirty oh. boy. The nine million otters died in World War One. Let's remember them. Yeah. Uh, hi there, Catherine, as well, by hey, the way. Hey, Tommy. Sorry. Uh, you know why I'm here today, I presume. Uh, yeah, you're a white witch? Uh... No. <laughs> okay. Well, that because that's what we're looking for. We're an hour into the show, and we look desperate. We're desperate. We're horny for. A, we're desperate for a white witch to lift the hex. We need a good smudging. Stop saying that. I we don't, do though. I don't know what that is. With the sage. Sage. Yeah, yeah you cleanse. Monkey magic. Great sage of Asia. No. Sage. A, a D-sized stick of sage. That's where I've that comes no from. I've got no idea what she's talking about, and I'm just gonna. Do you know what? I'm. I, I'm just gonna ignore her. I got back. I, got, I can switch up the part of my brain that hears Catherine. It's gone. All right. Um, see, I can't hear her. It's worked. Um, we'll see her. I was too scared to call <laughs> up yesterday, but did you say something? Yes, I called you an idiot. Pardon? You can't, can't hear a thing. Not you, Tommy. Can't hear. You're a right. pervert. That's different. Idiot. I can't hear a thing that you're saying. If if indeed you are saying anything. Tell me, stay there. We'll come to you after the news. I need to um, um, reboot Kath. Uh, oh, 03. <laughs> reboot her right up the arse. I see you trying. Oh, did you say something? 03444991000. Oh, four, four, this is Top Radio. 
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Sarah. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field and on fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a bit defined life I lead. I'm tired for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might pull a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star Much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blowing up for Rocky Lurch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or cars and from a fine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. My youngest, as we're approaching the uh, aforementioned um, donut emporium, said, and I've got to be really careful how I say this, what the huck? I said, excuse me? What the huck? I said, what, um, what's that? <laughs> he said, it's just a just a, a thing I've been saying. What the huck? Where's he got that from? I don't use that, I don't say that kind of thing. Swearing is, is the thing. I know we talk about it a lot, but I, I got a very teary confession today in the back of the car we were having fun and then he just went very quiet he went daddy today Barney asked me to tell him a swear word and I accidentally did I went okay why are you why are you saying it like that because you're going to tell me off I said I'm not going to tell you off I said this is what I said right this is what I said now I've either done the best bit of dadding or the worst bit of dadding bearing in mind I was off my face at the time I said it I said look Here's the thing, right? Just don't get caught. Now, that's what I said. I said, look, just don't get caught. I said, it's words. You know, you're, you're, ex- you're experimenting with language and with words and all of that. Just, just don't let the teacher hear. Because it's words. Daddy, why isn't Barney allowed to play with me anymore? <laughs> I mean, it was only... Um, Do you know when, he's, when Barney gets caught, he's totally going to drop him in it? It was um, it was only uh, bloody hell. Oh, okay. I think so. It was it was it was that. Yeah, of course, he'll, he'll grasp. Uh, but it's boys experimenting with language and learning currencies and things. And I did, and I I went into significantly more detail. But I did say I did end it with just just don't get caught. You know, for that. You know, it's not as if he's come up to me and said, "Daddy, I I I, I smoked a bong today." I just don't get caught. I, I mugged an old lady. Nah, look, just don't get caught, son. Uh, th- Tommy, stay there. I want to go to Russ first. Good evening, Russ. Evening, Ian. Evening, Carl. P- evening, Russ. Polite, quick, I like. Yeah. Let's get to the point. <laughs> uh, before I get to my point, can I just ask you about... You went to see TCNI. I didn't remember hearing you talk about it. Oh, TCNI. yeah, we went to see... T- uh, to both Catherine and I took the night off the other week. We went to Swindon Art Centre. We saw TCNI, Terry Chambers and Colin Moulding, formerly of XTC. Right. Um... 
That was flipping brilliant, man. Yeah, I bet it was, yeah, yeah. It was great. They're going to be... I have it on pretty good authority. They're going to be doing a few more shows elsewhere. But um, uh, Colin Moulding said to me he wants to keep it a cottage industry, i.e. he doesn't want to go on a big old tour and make a big hullabaloo of it. I think Mm. think the impression I got, they want to do a few select small dates that they put on themselves, that they control. Because they're one of those bands. There are several bands. XTC is one of the most famous that um, strongly believe that they were ripped off by the record by company, management, by yeah. management and record company. Did you know this? They they went on, um, they was it? I, they went on strike for like four years and didn't release an album for four years. It was either yeah. to get to get out of the Virgin contract or they wanted to get the rights to their mark. They they wanted something from Virgin that Virgin their record label refused to give them. So they went on mm. strike and they didn't release an album. I think for four or five years. Wow! And they yeah. weren't touring either, so they weren't making no money. So they did a Prince. Yeah, they did a Prince, yeah. but no one no one wrote about it. You know, so so mm. they're very wary of. Um, and when I interviewed them, they they mentioned this. They're very very wary of of getting ripped off again. So yeah. they just, they want to do it all themselves. Good luck to them, I say. I think it's harder... I think, well, they'd be wiser now, wouldn't they? I, mean, I think it's harder for bands to get ripped off these days with the... a bit more savvy, aren't they, I suppose, than they were when they're yeah, in the younger days. But they, you know, they should be uh, multi-millionaires. And they live in nice houses, but they live in, you know, kind of nice, normal ha- the houses yeah. on a normal street. I've been to both Colin and Andy's houses. They're nice, but... Have you? Yeah. They're, you know, they're just they're just normal houses, and they ain't mm-hmm. rich people, and they should have been because they had loads of hits, and they had a few hits in the states, big hits in the states. Yeah. They should have been minted, yeah. but they weren't. Unfortunately, I heard uh, Andy Partridge say that uh, census working overtime bought him his new kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be something like that, and like, they he's, he'll still get a check for that every now and then. Back in the eighties, of course. Back in the anyway, anyway, yeah, uh, you are about a white witch, or you'd like to get one on the show. I believe this one who's on a YouTuber. Oh, yeah. Called Harmony Mice. And I don't know whether she'd be interested in coming on the show. I'm just, oh. I'm just aware of it on YouTube. Well, so hang on a minute. You, do, do you do you know her? No, no, I don't. Oh. I'm just aware of her on YouTube. Well, what? What use? Catherine, you do it, otherwise I'm going to blow him out of the water. That's very helpful. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What do you hate me? <laughs> Look it up on YouTube and see what you I will doing. do. I will do. No, you don't know any spells, do you, Russ? No. Ah. I used to know. I used to know someone who claimed to be a white witch okay. and had all sorts of symbols above the door on their flat. Oh, above the door. Many years ago. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they're always they're always all witch white all witches all white witches are basically swingers. They're basically unattractive <laughs> swingers, aren't they? Right. We're still trying to get one on. So uh, can we say this after? You've, you've had 24 hours. I think they're listening. If they hear this, they're not going to come on, are they? We're not, we're not all witches. Not all, not all witches. Yeah. You could have pressed that dump button then. The hex. The hex. Thank you, Russ. Nice to talk to you. The hex. The show is hexed. You did send me um, this. What is this you've sent me? So, well, it's someone doing a cleansing spell. Okay. Boom. Don't spoil it. It's powerful juju. Love. I am all 
out of love. Don't feel the hex lifting. If anything, well, it's I feel, not because of your interference. Pipe down. I feel the knot in my stomach worsening. I don't, I don't, I don't feel that that's actually uh, magic. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand. I got nothing to talk about. I got a blank piece of paper. Didn't read the papers. Didn't look at any of the stories. Just thought we'd just come in and see what happens. And we've so far we've done seventy minutes. So it's qual, it's quantity, not quality. Uh, which brings us back to furry Tommy. Good evening. Oh hi again. Yes. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to say. I was too scared to call at first, and um, then you started talking about millions of animals and writing books. So uh, both kind of interest me. Um, you know what I sent you on Twitter, don't you? No. Do you know? No. I, what did you? No. What did you send me on Twitter? I, basically, yesterday after the um, the boring story the, and the swear words. Yes, yep. exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was feeling so bad I couldn't even go sleep, so... Okay, good, good. Catherine's, Catherine's laughing. She's, I am not. You were laughing No, then. I'm not. I'm waiting for the... Go on. I'm sorry. Have, uh, you, cut, have you cut a finger off to send to us? Because don't. that would be acceptable. That would be an acceptable apology. I love you so much, I wrote you a poem. You... you Broke you wrote me some porn. I wrote you a poem. Oh Jesus, God, dear Lord! I really yeah. want to hear it. I oh, really want to hear it. Okay, let's um, let me get some porn mu- po- poem uh, music. Hang on. Um, okay. Um, okay. In your oh. oh, it's a flipping advert. Okay. In your own time, furry Tommy. This is your poem. Away you go. Offer redemption. I dare my faith, couple of comics. I'm here to say sorry for yesterday. I dare try save the trouble epidemics which I have caused. Please allow me to say. I didn't know infamy is prohibited. If I did, I swear I wouldn't swear. I didn't see the swear word limit exhibited. Maybe I shouldn't, should have used my brain on air. Ian, you are an amazing guy. I didn't want to get you mad. And since I am an Eastern European guy, my smart understanding is pretty fast. And same goes for Catherine, not deserving my rude talk. I feel so bad for what what you have seen. When I gave you that fated second call, it was a truly a lame and mean scene. From now on, I'll make sure to stay dear, as I don't want it to be my last call. My understanding of your rules is now clear, and the truth be told, I'll think it through all. But to be fair, I will understand if you get my entries prevented. Is the story. Honestly, don't be bothered how I'll feel. Please stop. 
as I really deserve to be tormented. Yep, you do. Whatever will be your choice of matter, I will be always enjoy your podcast stream. I'm not writing this just to make you flatter, even if it may that way seem. So please accept my deepest apology. I know I behave truly like a fool. Maybe it's my broken neurology. Oh, or maybe the zoology deviation. Oh, God. Either way, very cool. For oh, goodness sakes. Um... Why do you hate me? Okay. Thank, thanks for that. Thanks for that, Tommy. Thanks again for sucking the vibe out. Two nights in a row. Poetry. I did, was that in English? Yeah. Well, okay. It was. I mean... Well, that hex is still there. My stomach... Thanks, Tommy, for the poem. It's a thought that counts. When we get back from the break, we're going to kick the shot the a-hole. Ready? Good. Unmissable late-night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Got absolutely nothing planned for the next hour and 45 minutes. Nothing at all. Not looked at the papers. I don't know anything. The only story I know is this story that um, the White House has doctored the video of the guy with the lady. That's the only news. That's the only story of the day. Yeah, and you know where they got that video from as well. Paul Joseph Watson, the guy's a prick. Yeah, a racist prick. It does look like he karate chops her in that one, and I saw it live, and he didn't karate chop her then. Paul Joseph Watson, the guy's a belchies. Prison Planet, you are a belchies. Send me a scary tweet. Get your knuckle-dragon racist followers to call me a snowflake cuck. Cos Paul Joseph Watson, you are a bell cheese. Oh, speaking of something completely different. Yes. The Nazi bell has been spotted floating in the air. Um, Do you remember that? Need a little bit more detail on what, on what that bell Do is. Do you remember the Nazi bell? We no. spoke about it last year. Oh, hang on a minute. Where are the logbooks? Oh, yeah, there's a point. Where are the flipping logbooks? Again. So who had them before? The, the the kid in America? Yeah. What's her name? Abigail? Louise? Isab- um, Isabella? Isabella? Isabel? Isabel? Where the, heck are, where the heck is our logbook? And then who are the other one? Lou? Yeah. Right, well, where is it? Lou, where's our logbook? You do, This is the problem, you see. They demanded... She's been demanding it for ages, and now she's had it for like a month. Where is it, Lou? We want that logbook. We want it back by the end of the week. Otherwise, there's going to be hell to pay. Hell to pay. 0344 499 Oh, by the way, we're doing the New Year's Eve show. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing... We, we, we're on We're on New Year's Eve, Sam. I don't know. You'll probably be out doing stuff, dancing at disco. Me and Catherine will be doing the New Year's Eve show. The, the, the plan was to go through those logbooks, but it looks like they've been stolen by um, uh, Isabel and Louise. So, shame on you. Catherine. So, did Glocker or the Nazi Bell... We t- spoke what... about this about a year ago. I don't know what it is. Yeah, well, there was speculation that it was maybe a time machine. 
It was. It I've was, never heard of this Nazi bell. Yes, we did a quite, a, quite a lot on it. And you were obsessed with it for a while. I can't believe you don't remember it. I don't remember it. It was speculated to be a top-secret Nazi scientific device and secret so it's weapon. A bell, it's a bell that's got swastikas on. Yeah. That ain't no bell I want to ring. It was popularised by the military journalist and author Nick Cook and others who associate it with Nazi occultism and anti-gravity or free energy research. The you Wunderwaffe... my bell, Nazi bell... The Wunderwaffen, or miracle weapon, was allegedly created by Third Reich scientists working at, for the SS at a German facility known as Dereza. Dereza! It was described as being a device made out of hard, heavy metal, ap- approximately 9 feet wide and 12 to 15 feet high, having a shape similar to that of a large bell! It's a big bell, it's not a bell, you can go travel the time! Anyway, so, here's the thing. Video footage captured in Gothenburg, Sweden, shows bizarre scenes that commuters were faced with on November the 6th. Hang on, where is this, um... Susan says, Ian, please can you remove my foo-foo comment from the air, thank you. No, it went out on the radio, you absolute prune. It went out on the radio, it's now a podcast, and it's a viral video clip. Let me, let me, come here, guys, come here. Come back to the Nazi village. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Let me let you into a little secret, okay? You know the telephone number that I say, right? I'm not just talking to you. I'm supposed to pretend I'm talking. I'm not, I'm talking to about, well, last count, about 30,000 people. So not that many, but, but when you phone that telephone number, you, you, you come on the air, and those other people can hear what you're saying. And then sometimes we, we put it out as a podcast so other people can hear what you're saying. We're a radio station. We broadcast stuff. So you can kiss my foo-foo. Go on, please, continue. Video footage captured in Gothenburg, Sweden, shows bizarre scenes that commuters were faced with on November 6th. Yes. As drivers looked into the sky, a strange bell-shaped object could be seen floating above the city. I've got a video of it I can show you in a second. Yeah. Stunned pedestrians stopped in the middle of the street in awe, oh! while others pulled out their mobile phones to record. Th- thank you, Sally, the guy who died in Poland and who was a super soldier. Boom. That's the Nazi That's connection. Bell. Thank you, thank you, Sally. Thank you, Catherine. For um, thank you, Sally. Actually. Oh right. Okay. Well, let Sally read this out. Well, no, because she's reminded me in a very eloquent. Kath, this is the hex. This isn't us. This is the hex. This is the hex. I love you. You love me. Don't you? Do you? Say it. Say it. It's the hex again. Making me do that. It's the hex. Forget Sally. The hex may have come from her. Her great-great-grandmother was a um, a doc, a witch. Biddy Baxter. Biddy Baxter. Stunned pedestrians stopped in the middle of the street in awe while others pulled out their mobile phones to record. A one-minute clip appears to show the anomaly turn round while onlookers laugh nervously. If yeah. you ever wonder what's going to happen when when the Mars Martian attacks, yeah. everyone's going to be laughing, apparently. Oh, OK, it won't be Mars that attacks us. It will, be, it will happen, it will, be, it, will not be, it will not be Mars. Yeah, look, there it is floating. Yeah, that is definitely... Well, that's obviously the Nazi bell. The Nazi bell. bell. Yeah. The glocker. Could this be Nazi technology? Very likely. Very likely indeed. Good evening, Rachel. Hi. How do you like your eggs in the morning? Unfertilised. Oh, cl- classic. Classic. I like it. Fingers crossed. I've got three children. That is a sufficient amount for the universe. Yes, always. You've done your bit for the gene pool, Rachel. Always, that will do. always and then rubber some, up. And then some. <laughs> and then some, yes. You were on about the Nazi bell and that they were 
the Nazis were researching free energy, Nicole. Yeah, I mean, yes. He was researching free energy way before then when he was doing the death ray. Who, sorry, who was who was doing the Nikolai death ray? Nikolai Tesla. Tesla oh. was researching free energy yes, I know way that. before the Nazis. I know that because that's part of the um, story, bizarrely, of Goosebumps 2, is Tesla research. <laughs> it is, is that true? Not, not the death ray. But um, Tesla researching free, free energy. energy. Is in, yeah. Tesla was really like. Well, they think I have he to discovered it. Up and put that in there because, like, if you're discussing free energy, the Nazis they were way after Tesla. But, Tesla were on it. But didn't isn't isn't there a theory that Tesla actually discovered? <laughs> wow, Rachel's just turned. It, oh, I thought you, I thought you turned into a toddler then. <laughs> no, it's my baby. Hello, can I speak to the baby? Do do dee. Hello, baby. Hello, baby. Hello, baby. Hello, baby. Uh, oh, baby. What do you hate, baby? Baby. Didn't they but think? Yeah. Don't they think that Tesla discovered it, and um, that the government then kind of got it and, and hushed it no, up? No, 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 no. The government actually hired Tesla oh. to do the research and invent this because he went to them first and said, "Hey, I've got this." Because they were yeah. doing all sorts of stuff, like he had a lightning machine, didn't he? Yeah. The lightning machine, Which they machine, actually yes. still have. You know, they do. They still have it in Germany, don't they? The lightning machine is the one that's in uh, Goosebumps 2. It's a great movie. That, yeah, it's I a... haven't seen Goosebumps 2. I feel like I've missed some out oh. here. I just know the scientific stuff. Well, this is this is perhaps... How old, how old are your children, Rachel? My children, I've got a son who is 14 okay. when he gets up in the morning. Oh, I've oh. got another son who's eight. He's nine in December. Okay. And my daughter, who's one and a half. The eight-year-old watched Goosebumps 2 with the eight-year-old. They're going to dig it. That's a great movie. I used movie. to watch Goosebumps when it were on the TV no, and loved it, but never the, seen the film. The movies are great films, man. Um, I like a bit of science fiction, but I've never—I didn't even know the Wagus Bumps films. I feel like I've missed out. You're out of the loop. Here. You're too—you're yeah. too fascinated with Nazi bells. Isn't Jack Black in it? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Jack Black. Jack Black's in it. Uh, not Jack Black. No, I don't uh, fancy him. I just think he's good. Well, hang on a minute. Why don't oh, you fancy? Right? The way you said, "Ooh, Jack Black." You did say it in a sexual way. No, I'm just a it sexual person. Sexual. Just a, I'm, a, I'm a sexy person. What's wrong with Jack Black? I probably would. If I'd had a couple of pints, maybe, okay. but it'd, it'd exactly. have to be more than a couple, I reckon. Well, maybe, like, a couple of pints and three bottles of JD. Well, what the hell is that? Do you know what? And then we're in business. He'd need even more, because he's asexual. Is he really? Uh-huh. Not another one. Yep. He's not well, bothered. He's, he's asexual. Again, That's, I'm that, out of the loop. That means they're not, they're not attracted to anyone. Not bothered. He's married. Oh, well, don't tell his wife. He's married, so he's attracted to her. Maybe yeah, it must be. It's not asexual. It's a traitor <laughs> to the cause. What's that all about? False advertising. False advertising. Um, any other conspiracy theories you want to talk to us about, Rachel? <laughs> well, I'm, seriously, I'm, I'm up for it. I don't know. You put me on the spot there. I used to be really into stuff like that. I don't delve no, too much into no, those uh, things anymore. I, I don't have time. I think it's best just to let all that stuff... You don't want to know that the whole world is a sham and our entire belief oh, system everyone is... everyone knows the whole world's gone to shit. It's what you make of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm making a shit sandwich and I'm chowing down. That's it. Enjoy the shit sandwich. Thank you, Rachel. That's <laughs> our shit quota for, uh, for a month. I think there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Big up, big arguments today on Twitter again.
over the Beatles. Um, I'm not speaking about the group. I'm speaking about the album. Lots of people getting very... Because the clip has gone up and me... Right, there's, there's a great double album from 1968 by the Beatles called The Beatles, OK? And a significant number of people mistakenly call it the White Album. It's not what it's called. Um, I'm just uh, so so one guy. So I'm arguing with one guy. He goes, "Well, I'm just uh, just describing the cover." So um, I'm right. I said, "Well, no, well, actually, you're, you're incorrect, because you're capitalising T W and A, the White Album. So that's incorrect. That, that, that you're implying that that is the title, uh, and also it, it's very vague. You could be talking about anything." He said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Okay, well, I haven't got time for this conversation. I'm off to watch." Um, the four men crossing the road record and he went yeah abbey road i went oh excuse me are you sure of course i wasn't talking about abbey road i was talking about a, a different album by a black soul group whose name escapes me at the moment but i can tell you exactly what their uh, what their name is um this is why you've got to be so i was talking about that um soulful road but look at that by new york city Oh. Or it's New York City by Soulful Road. I can't quite, I can never quite remember. So you, you've got to be so careful. And all these people going, well, you know, um, it's, it's called the White Hour. And, and, and Dan, Daniel Rayner tweeted me saying, do you think the Dead People Round the Drum Kit album is overrated? And I said, yes, I think it is. That's Sergeant Pepper's. Nope, too slow. Lonely Hearts Club. <laughs> There's no such album called Sergeant Pepper's. So don't be dicks about it. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. OK, Ollie, you've tried... Great point, Ollie. Thanks for making it. I really appreciate it. <laughs> OK, yeah, no, great great point. Thank you, Ollie. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. No, I've said it out loud. I'm not sure that Jack Black thing's true anyway. But, th- but you know, we're raising an interesting talking point. Um, I think you're thinking of Janine Garofalo. No, why would I? Why would I confuse those two? Because she's asexual. Is she? Yep, 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 yep. yep. I thought she was gay. No, she's asexual. Um, let's go to Sally. Good evening, Sally. Hello. Don't start bringing me into it. I haven't hexed anybody. Well, hang on a minute. What are you talking about? We're, we're just we sat here talking about Janine Garofalo. You caused a whole lot of trouble earlier on, Sally. So, if I hear I, that, I didn't mean to. If I hear that smoke alarm. I heard it already. I've heard it already. Right. Okay. If if I was a witch, don't you think I would have sorted my smoke alarm out by you now? You can never sort your own stuff out. I've seen films. And 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 as for as for hexes, if anybody puts a hex on you, they get it back worse. Later. Yeah. Well, someone just tweeted us. Don't don't worry about the hex. The person that did it will get it back on themselves times three. Well, yeah. That's so what? That doesn't stop us having a hex on us. Just that doesn't say. alleviate our problem. Just. Say, pack it in, bugger off, and it'll be done. Uh, done, sorted. I don't, I just, don't just, know. Uh... Yeah, go on, give it a go. No, I, I, also, let's, 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 from, now, from, the, from now until the rest of the show, let's keep the language family-friendly. I really want to make my language better. And it's a constant thing. In the mm. last couple of years, I've been, I've been really keep coming back to the thought, and I just can't do it. I've got a very potty mouth. Yeah, and, me too, yeah. And I need, I need to up my game. I need to up my game. I don't want to do a swear jar because that's for uh, dickheads. See? Oh, uh, you see? There you go. I just can't wait. stop. So I, I, let, between now and Paul Ross, let's make it a curse-free zone. A, yeah. That was oh, a double. Man. That was a double there. A CFZ. 
Z. CFZ is what we're going we're gonna to try and, uh, and do. So, OK. But you can't just no. tell her curse to go away. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. I'll do, I, I've, I've done things like that. Just I'll go away and nothing. That's it. It's gone. Go on, Cathy, try <sighs> That'll do, XYs. Thanks very much. Okay, still yeah, no, still no, still no calls of note, still no no vibe, but uh, nobody but vibe mean? vampires. Hang on, what do you mean no calls of note? I'm phoning. I'm what do you hate me? <laughs> I don't. Okay, okay. All right, so I won't. I'll do. All right, okay. I uh, I won't. What do you hate me? Oh God, don't. Okay, all right. What do you hate me? Oh. No, oh no, that's worse. What do you hate me? Um, mm, just don't play it all together. Okay, hang on a minute. All right, I won't play it all together. <laughs> Whoa, that is terrifying. <laughs> oh, God. You know he's going to phone up sooner or later. Oh, he sent me um, some emails last night, which I, t- I retweeted one of them, and I thought, yeah, do you know what? Let's let him get on with his <coughs> with his life of blaming other people for his problems. He was doing so well, too. He was, he was, he was but here's the thing, right? And I, I wish him the best of luck with his sobriety. Of course I do, yeah. of course I do. He cannot pin... He, he, I think he's, he, he's implying in the emails... Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but because because we made a joke on the show when he came on, as we often do when we see a caller, we'll go to the caller and we'll say something a little bit rude about them. I will say something a little bit rude about them. (coughs) And I said, speaking of hanging, here's someone I'd hang. Here's Alistair. Obviously a joke. I'm not going to hang the guy. I wouldn't hang him. I would poison him. Joke. It's a joke. right? Obviously it's a joke, (laughs) right? Um, And um, the implication seems to be that, that that comment is what caused him to pick up the booze again. No, it ain't. It's not. And I'm really confident in yeah. the fact that it's not. What caused him to pick up... What causes anyone, he said, moving away from the specific, what causes anyone to pick up the booze again is that person, is them, is themselves. What caused me to pick up the drugs yeah. again was me. It, yeah. it was me. It was the disease, but it was ultimately is me. And I would blame it. I could blame it on my mum. I could blame it on Kath. I could blame it on work. I could, But whatever. It's me. There's no reason apart from yeah. me. So that's, that's his reason. And I wish him the very best of luck. But also... Um, uh, we don't have to take his abuse, you know. We don't. No. His abuse is not is, is well, his. I'll give it back to him. Yeah. Well, I, I had to have a go at my mum yesterday. Because... Oh, hang on. Sorry. Well, well, I pressed the wrong button. Go on. What happened? Well, I had to have a go at her yesterday because she did something that was quite. I thought was really, really mm, shitty of her. Okay. Well, there's well, um, come on, now. Come on. What do we say about raising our language, oh, gang? Oh, oh, well, you talk about you, but no, all okay. of us. Come on. <laughs> oh, I, okay. All right. All right. Okay. She posted. She posted something on Facebook, um, having a go at people because they hadn't supported her as much as she'd have yeah. hoped. Oh. And then um, posted a picture of a bottle of teachers. Uh, there you go. And a glass. There we go. There um, we go. Yeah. And I just said to her, "You can't do that to people. You know, just because they haven't supported you as much as you'd like to think, maybe they've got their own stuff going on. You know." Yeah. So, um, but also, yeah, also classy, classy move doing it on Facebook. No, but also, exactly. all, uh, well, you know, fair play for calling her out. But she can, she can do that if she wants. She can post that picture if she wants. Here's the thing: we're powerless over people, places, and things. And if that's what she wants to do, you can call her out and say that. Do you know what? That's that's not a great thing, and this is what I think. But 
that's what she chooses to do, then that's what she chooses mm-hmm. to do. You know, we're, we're not responsible for the yeah. actions that these people decide to take. And, and as soon, the sooner that addicts and alcoholics and people, you know, realise that, that we are, I am responsible for my own actions, they are responsible for their own actions, um, uh, uh, then that, that's it. Then, then they're, yeah. they're taking this, I don't know what I'm, what I'm saying. So, so, <laughs> Sally, say hello to Susan. Hello, Susan. Hello, darling. Were you listening last night? I I was, and I was, and I felt oh. really, really sorry for you. Do, have you managed not to today? Oh God, yes. It was never. It was never sort of every day. I mean, sometimes we'd leave it two weeks, but uh, I just two weeks. Catherine, huh? Catherine, longer than that, but Catherine gave me weeks. some. Is Catherine listening? I am. You said two Catherine, weeks. You, I, I, oh, it's more than that. Stop it, Ian. You said Shut two weeks. Up. I can only go by what you it's say. It's more than that. Well, you, s- shout. you said two. I'm not making you do anything. You're making yourself shout because you're getting things wrong. Let's, let's all take a deep breath. Come on. We're all friends. No, nice and, nice and deep, to... Susan. Nice and deep. Yes, all right. Oh. No, where's that young lady gone? Which I'm here. Long. I'm here. You're right. Thank you, sweetheart. Yeah, thank you. Sweetheart. No, no, it's nobody thought she meant um, Catherine. <laughs> um, um, I, it, it's I've 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 really Catherine gave me some very good advice. She she was really clever, and she yeah. said, um, you know, don't just don't say to yourself, right, I'm never going to do it again. Just try and be strong. And if if I meet him again, um, just say to myself, not today. I won't do it today. Yeah. And just wean it off gradually. You know. Yeah. yeah. Do I what? Do what? To, do what? We, wean it off gradually. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wean it off gradually. Yes. Right. Wean, wean my dependency off it. I, I thought you. F- I didn't feel like it today at all. No. I haven't felt no. like it for a few days. No. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm having the same problem. I'm having the really? same problem. I'm trying. What, same yeah, bloke. I, I'm. Uh, no. Really? No. Not the same bloke. Well, I hope not. No. Um, well, it could. You no. never know. No. Yeah. Just trying to stop myself from. You, do you do you feel do you, do you feel that it's a bit of a, um, an addiction with you with this man? You know, a sexual um, addiction. Um, not a sexual, uh, not a sexual addiction. No. no. What, um, what's it, like, well. Um, I don't, do think, I don't like think so much of the music because you might be listening right now. God. Do you just like his, him as a person? Do you, do you like him as a person? Um, I if, if I was to be honest with you, I would say yeah. I'm probably in love with him. So oh yeah. god, and, and I'm, I'm yeah, I know, and I'm struggling oh, not to text oh, him or anything. So. I know, but oh, it's been god, six it's weeks. Awful, so I'm doing well. So, you are doing yeah. well. That's very, very. When you're emotionally involved, it's so hard. I know. It you is know, hard. the love is it's just oh, so know. hard, oh. so hard. <laughs> He's naughty, isn't he? Not as naughty as Susan. Well, stop oh. it. Have, have you tried? Have you tried uh, popping to Anne Summers or something and getting some sort of vibrator? I mean, maybe that will help you. I've got one, darling, but I tell oh, you, right. the best thing is for me to just... She's smoothed off the I, edges. I've, I walked <laughs> off... I'm not going to talk to you, Ian. You're just being horrible. Ignore this him. I will. Catherine, uh, thank God we've got Catherine. Yeah, She's Catherine's the same she's one, you know? Yeah, yeah um, she's good at good advice. Good for you, so, Catherine. Um, well, done. well done, sisters. Sisters are doing it for themselves, except they're not. They're relying on brothers. Are you 
Are you getting a hard on, Ian? Sorry? <gasps> Sorry? Are you getting hard? No, I need, I need, I need um, attractive women for that. Oh, now, come on. Ooh, we're all attractive. Ooh. How do you know we're not? I can tell by the yeah. voice. I can tell by the voice. Oh, no, it's a no. very, It's a very annoying, unerotic yeah. voice. Oh, no. What, my voice? Yeah, too nasally for me. Yeah, I'm nasal. I've got problems with my nose at the moment. Well, I could fix it, but not interested. Yes, but that... Never judge a book by its cover. Well, it's not by its and cover. Yes. It's by the audiobook, and I don't like it. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair <coughs> enough. Each to their own. What, what do you, their not own. that it matters, Susan, because you're a beautiful soul, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. But just out of interest, so I can get a picture in my mind. Yes, yes. Which actress would play you in a movie... Of your well, life, everybody says that on looks, I look like Cherry Lungy. Oh, as a, as a, yeah, and I don't like Cherry Lungy. I don't like Which her. Which one's that? The, the manager- manageress. Yeah, Jinx. Catherine Boyle. Right, and okay. also Kate Bush when she when she was younger, she's put a bit of weight on oh, now. She, Kate. Have you got yeah. flowing dark hair? It's not as long now. I've cut it a bit, but it's it's dark. I haven't gone grey or anything. And on your head? Oh, stop <laughs> it! Very personal. I know. I think I'll send send Ian and Catherine a picture of my fufu, and then it will settle them, won't it? I, honestly, yeah, I I've got that, yeah, a fufu of my own. I can look at whenever I like. But you, good for you. I will. A little stopping, won't it? A little um, stopping, stop something. <laughs> you really don't have to. Um, you really. We don't, don't need unsolicited v picks. No. Am I talking no. to Sally? Are you Sally, darling? No, I'm Ian Lee. Nice to meet you. Hello. No, I want this young lady to name. I'm terrible with names. Is it Sally? Terrible. Is it Sally? Yes. Sorry. I, there you are. I've got something right. Oh. No, yes. isn't she lovely? Isn't she nice? I think you're lovely. Yes. Oh, oh, thank you. That's 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 so nice to be said. I love. I, I think you're lovely. So too. when Susan, when do you think? When do you think um, you're going to be in the Hall of Mirrors again? Ooh. Oh no, no, not no. today. No, I don't ever want to go in there. I should never have gone in. I knew him a few years ago. I had a fling with him, and I pulled out because he was so horrible. You put you pulled out. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, I did. What exactly were the two of you doing? What were you wearing? You pulled out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How did you do that? Were you wearing a I, I, start? I was. I was wearing. He asked me to go along. The cl- to him, and w- would I wear? I've never done this before. He said, "Would you wear fishnet stockings?" Oh, and okay. stockings. I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah, and, me too. And keep, what did you think I was going to say? I can't say it on the radio. Can't say Fish. it. No, can't say it. Fish. <laughs> Net stockings. Anyway, so he, he asked you to dress up or dress down. Yes, and dress up, and I put these things on. And I thought, why am I doing this? I've never done this before. It's just making me feel... Shit. It's just, basically, Sally, it's just... Yeah. It's just... Uh, uh, the only thing it's ever been is, is erotic and lust. Yep. yep. That's yeah. all it was. Has he got, like, mirrors all around the room? Well, yes, he has. And I've, I've been told... Mm. As someone who knows him thinks he's got a, a video <laughs> video camera. <gasps> what? And he's video, I know. He videos I know. you. I know. 
No videos ever, because he's got loads of women in there, hasn't he? In and out. Videos himself doing it no. with all these girls. Dirty boy. That's <laughs> not, oh, that's not pleasant. Seriously, well, Sally. He might have done it with you, though. Oh, no. Okay. I know. Well, he's, got that... my pic- he's, got, he's got a picture of my, my business area on his phone. What, what, yeah. Your office? No, on his phone. But, but he came he's to where you work and took a picture of your, your desk. I haven't got an office. You're, but you said your business area. Oh, so, I'm so sorry. I'm being very slow the on the foo-foo. uptake. Unlike him. Yes. The foo-foo. The foo-foo. Yeah, I call it a Mary. I think that's, that's a nicer one. Yeah. Mary? Do you prefer that to foo-foo? Yeah, well, I, I was I was referred to it as, as okay. my Mary. Right. Okay. Well, apparently it is a li- it is a bee sometimes. They're called it a hinny. Oh, a hinny. Yeah. Okay. Hinny. H. I think it's H I double N Y. In Elizabeth sometimes. Yeah. Isn't that what Geordies call you if they're being nice? I don't know. I think they do. Don't say know, I don't know any Geordies. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> they would be mean, co- thank God. Well, they'd be calling you that all the time. You'd be quite offended. Um, well, Susan, it's, uh, it's Sally. It's, it's always great to um, to uh, to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Ian's, Ian's getting bored, and he wants to blow us out. That's I want. I want is. to what? <laughs> now, if I if I blow you out, who's going to pull out? You or me? <laughs> uh, you're mixing well, you're up. G- the genders. Well, you're, well, you're going to pull out, aren't you? Because you want to blow us out. Okay. <laughs> if I pull out, will you blow? Will you blow us out? Could we all withdraw at the same time? Would that yeah. be all right? Let's do that. Yeah. As friends. So on the count of three, we're all going to pull out. Okay. And is that, can yeah. I just check? Is, any, is anyone getting blown out? <laughs> Susan, are you going to blow anyone out tonight? Not today. Okay. So at the count of three, we're all going to pull out and put our phones down. Ready? Thank you. Okay. Ready, Susan? Three, yeah, three, two, two one. one, bang. And you've got to put your phones down. No one, no one pulled out. No one pulled out, we're all in. We're still in. That's a mean trick. We are still in, we're locked that, in. You can't do that, you can't say you're going to pull I out can't. and then leave it in. We're like pigs. Yeah, that that is a bit. Of I, don't, I don't want to. I don't want to go off the phone because I've only got to go to bed and I'm bored. I want you to talk to me. Well, I, 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 I'm not allowed to talk to you. What do you mean you're not allowed to talk keep, to me? Why? You keep telling me to <laughs> shut up. Well, you keep being rude. I'm not rude. I only said it twice. Is that all? Gosh. Well. Okay. Well, um, Susan, nice talking to you. Bye. Bye. Sally, thanks very much. Bye. Catherine, can I cut you off if I click this? No. Balls. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, even more <clears throat> unstructured than usual this evening. I've got, I've got a blank bit of paper with nothing on it. I just feel like I need to kind of challenge myself a bit more. So that's uh, so why we played Revolution Number no. 9 uh, from um, that great double album from 50 years ago, The Beatles. Um, so we played that the other day, and that's why I've come in with nothing. Just to, I need to, I need to, yeah. 0344, what's wrong? Just seen a story. Oh. Do you want to go on? Give oh, me a call. Oh, th- well, I should take this call first? Oh, this will keep. 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Dion. Good evening, Ian and Catherine. Good evening, Good evening, Dion. How are you this evening? Why are you talking like that? We're doing your voice. 
No, sorry, I've had a long day. That's right. What? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, why is it? Um, at the weekend, I had an old girlfriend come round. Yes, of course you did. How old? How old is she or how old? You said she was an old girlfriend. Um, probably, I don't know, about five... What? Seven years ago. Oh, oh go. Okay. thank God for that man! <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, she stayed over the weekend, we slept together. Beautiful. No, you don't have to have sex. She's a friend. Why can't people <laughs> sleep with someone without thinking about getting your leg over? What, in the same bed? Yeah. Well, well, well it, it can be done. I have done it when I was a student. But I did this, get this right. So I was, was arguing with this girl saying, look, well, friends can sleep in the same bed and it not be a sexual thing. And she's like, no, it can't. I said, yes, of course they can. She goes, no. She said, all right, well, fine, come, come, and, come and do it then. Come and sleep in mine tonight. I was like, fine, do it. So I went there and I slept there and we didn't have sex. And then, like, years later, I went, oh, no, she wanted to sleep. She wanted to have sex with me. She probably didn't. No, she did. Oh. I, I, there were so many signs. There were so many signs that I didn't pick up on. This was, like, 25 years ago. And about 10 years later, it was like, oh, no. Yeah, I did that a what few idiot. times as well. But there was... I, mm. There's probably a little vibe there, but... No, this one was a def... There was a vibe. But people can, Dion. We're not all... De- what? No, the know. fact that you have to mention sex proves that you thought about having it off with her. No, I didn't. That was the thing. I well, you, t- you brought it up, not me. No, it was just the caller before. She All she was talking about was sex and things. Well, yeah, because they've got nothing else in common. She doesn't like him. Yeah, I know, but you can actually sleep with someone the opposite sex or the same sex. And, you know, you just lie there, have a chat, it's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Have a rabbit, listen to you lot on the radio. Yes, man. But what you're talking about there is sort of intimacy, isn't it? No. Yes. Yes, it is. No, that's not... It's togetherness. Well, togetherness, okay, yeah, it's different from intimacy. Yeah, but in the past, we have had sex. You've had it off, yeah? Well, yeah, we... We were an item, but... I'd seen her for a couple of years, and she came over and just relaxed. It was nice. And Why are you telling us? You, you seem... Could you not... Was there Was there an issue? No. What, then you seem very keen to tell us you didn't have sex with a woman. Yes, because... Why are you so keen? I didn't have sex with a woman yesterday. Yeah, but she probably wasn't in the same bed as you. She wasn't there. It doesn't exist. Well, there you go, then. But all I was saying is you can go to bed with the opposite sex and it doesn't mean you have to have sex. OK. Why don't you just be friends and have a chat and listen to radio or something? No one said you can't. You're the one, you're the one saying that it's difficult. We're talking, about no. two di- we're talking about two different things. Susan's talking about a relationship that really is only based on sex and she knows that it's no good for her. You're talking about something that sounds... Like it's the other end of the spectrum. That's why I called. Yeah. But you don't have to. I mean, if it happened, it would have happened. But, you know, I didn't want to stop sticking my arms around her and she didn't want to do that to me because it would have been uncomfortable. Yeah. So let me get this... Let me, I just I, Let me clarify one thing, Dion. Go on, then. Did you have it off with her or not? No. Fine, that's fine. That's absolutely great. Uh, then cool. And we left. She left Sunday afternoon. Yep. 
still good friends. And you had a little jostle when she'd gone? God. To relieve... Otherwise, you get... You, it can be very painful for a gentleman. Did you have a little jostle? I'll just give her a peck on the cheek. No, but after she'd gone... Do you mean, did I have a jail? No, I didn't. OK. OK, I'm just noticing to get angry. I'm just trying to clarify. Did you have to be rude? I didn't say... I didn't use Cockney rhyming slang. Dis- right. I didn't use disgusting well, Cockney rhyming slang. I, 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 used me- I used a medical Latin term. And I phoned her up today, asked her if she was OK. She said, thank you. She said, thank you for a lovely weekend. And that's, so, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. I'm so, I'm so proud of you, Dion. There you go. You're, you're, um, you're learning. There you go, anyway. Yep, there you go. Okay. Maybe next time. I don't know. Oh, Oh, Dion! So you... This is it! So you wanted to. No, I didn't. But you want to next time. Maybe. I said maybe. So you you want to have have sexual intercourse with her? Pardon? You want to have sex? Why have you got to be so base? You want to have sexual intercourse with this this woman, this, this creature, this lovely creature. No, I don't. You don't, but you might have sex with her next time. But you don't want to have sex with her. It depends on. It depends on the evening. What Thursdays? Are they are they best for doing it? <sighs> no, it <laughs> depends on the atmosphere. We were just having a good laugh. Yeah, okay, a good time. But and there is a chance that you might. Stuff. But why can't people be friends of, with people of the opposite sex? And intercourse always has to rear its ugly head. Why? Why is that the case? Why can't a man be friends with a woman and and the talk of sex not even not even arise, Dion? What you're doing it, it, is wrong. It's perverted. It's dirty. Yeah, it I mean, I've got I, male friends I've not done it with, and so, I've, so, I've I've slept so sometimes what's your in the problem, same bed Dion? with them. You can't control yourself, man. Ian, hello. You're just saying things to make me say things. Well, yeah, that's that's conversation. <laughs> it's called the radio. It's conversation. Oh, it's... I say things to make you say things. But honestly, she's just a good friend. That you might have sex with next time you meet her. But I very much doubt it. Thanks very much for your call, Dion. Well, we got a real glimpse into Dion's weird life. <laughs> weird fantasy world. But just to uh... clarify, you don't have to. Lucy! Peter, stay there. I'm looking forward to speaking to you guys so, so much. I cannot wait. Lucy's going to be first. Then it's going to be Peter. I believe he's in Australia. This show is going truly international. 03444991000. The Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You there, Peter? Yes, hello, Ian. We, we dropped we drop the song. Peter, tweeted, Peter is in Australia. He tweeted me and said, I, I, I haven't got time for this. I'm, I'm on a break from work. <laughs> we, we dropped the song for you, Pete. Oh, important Peter. It's important Peter. Oh, oh thanks, Ian. That's all right, oh, brother. What you got for us? A couple of weeks ago. Yeah? For the first time. Yeah, do you remember? I, I identified Tony off 7 Up for you. I do remember that. You have the ears of a yeah. hawk. <laughs> and you said I could call any time, so I just well, thought I'd phone up. I, I'll, I'll let you know that, uh, that um, anyone can call at any time. But I didn't expect you to call when you were stood next to some fireworks going off. What is that noise? <laughs> That's wind. It's a bit breezy here. I'm it's... walking through a park. Well, for God's sakes, man, do something to stop the wind. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm going to stand by a tree. Go and stand by a tree, Ob- help. obviously. Stand by a tree. And shield your mouthpiece. Yes. Oh. Thank you, pardon. Oh, good God. Shield your mouthpiece. 
Shield my mouthpiece. All right. All right. I, my apologies. Oh. Hey, that's a bit better. Hey, Ian. Hello, Peter. Nice to talk to you, mate. Um, Ian, you, you went to Australia last year, didn't you? What did you think of it? I didn't. Did you, see... like, did you see much of it? No, or? I didn't see any of it. I was I was in a hotel in quarantine for two weeks. Uh, which is a great part of Australia, quarantine. That's a joke. I was, I was in quarantine for two weeks. I couldn't go out. And then when I came out of the I jungle, on... I was only out for a day, and then I went to New Zealand. Oh, man. So, so you, Were you staying on the Gold Coast, were you, when you were in quarantine? Um, yeah, I guess I was, yeah. I, I was around that way, but I didn't... I literally, I was not allowed out of the hotel. Oh, man. You got all that way, and you don't twice, see the country. Twice I've been to okay. Australia, and twice I've not seen any of it. It's ridiculous. I saw a bit of Brisbane the first time. <laughs> no, I've not. I've not seen any of it. It was. Um, it was very strange going that far, and um, uh, not seeing any of it. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Have you ever thought about emigrating anywhere? Ian? No, I've not. My house is here in England. But it's never crossed your mind. It did. Get I was there was talk of, there was talk of moving to Japan for eighteen months at one point and seeing how that went and seeing if that could be made to work. But you know, life got in the way, illness and kids and things. So no, it it it, it would. Um, it I can't see it happening now. Now that I've got kids and and I'm divorced and I don't live with my kids, so I can't see myself moving abroad now. No, no, you don't want to move away from your kids. That's heartbreaking. No, no, unless I got yeah. offered, you know decent bit of cash, then screw those losers. Oh, then you'd leave them, yeah? Yeah, of course I would, totally. <laughs> what, 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 if, if, I, if I got offered, like, fifty, sixty thousand pounds £60,000 a year to go abroad... <laughs> no, I don't. I, 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 I would like... I feel that that is an opportunity that has, has passed me by, um, and certainly for the next 20 years or so would, would, not, be, um, would not be feasible. And then I'll be too old. So, no, it's never going to happen. Well, you, your kids will be growing up with it in a blink of an eye. Don't, don't, then the world's your, your lobster. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't really like shellfish, so um, um, uh, look at us having a, cl- cl- we're having a clever pun, fun conversaziano. Uh, yeah. Peter, so, um, listen, yeah, I gotta go. Thank you very much. You no, oh, I cut him off. Um, let's have this.
George Michael song. And it was a flop when it came out. Oh, it was my favourite, though. It was um, Listen Without Prejudice, 1991. And there were, what were the, the, the big hits? Freedom 90, wasn't it? No, I don't know. Um, big hits. And then this was like the maybe the fourth single off the album. And it flopped. But I remember hearing it thinking... This, this is obviously a, this is obviously the best song he's ever going to write. I remember Andy Peters and Ed the Doc doing it in the broom cupboard. Did they really? Yeah, and they were he, he was doing, miming oh, the song. Doing yeah. the song. <laughs> they were he was miming and Ed the Doc kept oh. popping in doing the doo. Um, but that's a version for, uh, with Paul McCartney on, and I'd forgotten about that. Uh, and I was listening to the brilliant Take It Away podcast, which which deconstructs every Paul McCartney album in minute uh, anal detail. I love that podcast so much, um, and. Um, uh, we, 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 we've got a whole list of people that want to come on and talk about the double album, The Beatles, when it gets re-released in a week or so. Is it next week that The, the Beatles it comes out in a box set? I don't know. Good evening, Lucy! Hello! Hello, Lucy! Hi, 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 hi! Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> Hello, cat! Hello, Lucy! Hello, hi, hi! Hi, dog! Hello, dog! Set the dogs off! Woohoo! Yes! Hi, 
chop, chop. Yep. <laughs> in my doggies. They are your doggies and they is... <laughs> Shut up! Shut up, Don! I'm going to kick you in the balls! Bear with me one bear, moment. We'll bear with you, Lucy, of course. Chop, cut. Chop, chop, cut. What? It's funny. It's funny. Shh! Not named. Oh, Ian, please, forgive me. Shh. Um, I have got a really bad idea for you. What, what language are you speaking? Hindi. These are the dogs she brought back. Remember? Oh, the... I'm speaking Hindi with my doggies. Okie dokie, Chopka. I remember. Shout out. Chopka. 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 It means you be quiet. Chop, chopka. Okay, finish. I've got a really bad idea. Um, okay, great. <laughs> Do you remember Midnight Encounters? Uh, um, I don't. I'm guessing it was like, um, people phoning up for romance. LBC. Oh, really? Did it? What? Did they actually do that? <laughs> yes. It was brilliant. That sounds like the... Oh, um... I can't remember the name of the host. It was brilliant. It was maybe 10, 15 years ago. So what I'm thinking... I'm trying to find some LBC Midnight... If anyone can find any LBC Midnight Encounters, then... Uh... Can you hear... Do you know where I'm coming from here? Well, go on. Tell me. T- take me there. Um, take me there. I've had a look at your website for the, the singles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No. I'm not... Well, let's... Uh, you know, but let's... Uh, I'm everyone, we could, hang I'm on. thinking we could do something a bit more special. OK, okay. although the, the, that is... Although... Encou- hang on, shut up, shut up. Encounters. Can, can you just shut up for a second? Although they... Uh, is, it, it's, there are adverts and they, it's an excellent service, guys. Let's just, <laughs> let's just not... Let's just never forget that. We're not supposed to... You know, that's, that's an excellent service. Right, go on. So what are you going to do? Late-night encounters. Right. Uh, go on, then. Just with the late night alternative people. Okay, so well, but you, but but what? I don't know what you how it works. <laughs> well, well, I'm not sure how it works oh, either. But I thought you had an idea. Right, singles. Yeah. Just for people that listen to your show. Okay, but you don't want to go out with any of those guys. Yeah, we do. No, you I don't. I love the nutters. I love a nutter. They're all deviants. And I not know the, they and not, are. But not the Brilliant. not the fun deviants. <laughs> They're not, the, they're not the kinky... They're kinky, but in just a way that's too messed up. I like messed up. OK, in that case, who wants to um, go out with Lucy? 0344 <laughs> 499 1000. i tell you what we'll do, Lucy. We'll play yeah. some adverts, right? When we come we'll back... We'll match them up. Yeah, no, we're going we're gonna to match you up. When go we, on, then. When I we come, OK, when we come back... Yeah. We're going to take calls... Would you like my statistics? Well, what were your statistics? <laughs> you see, I told you they're all messed well, up. We're gonna do oh, your vital... They are they're... messed up. Lucy, think of some questions you might like to ask, because okay. you're going to be doing the probing. Can I? Mm-hmm. So... Can you call me back? I'm going to write some down. Well, we call, call me we... back? No, we'll just call you back. We've called you back already. We're going to okay. do it now. We're going to play some adverts, then we're doing okay. it. This is happening. This is... We're going sponsor, right? Bear right in... Give me some response. Please shut up. Bear in mind... No one may phone in, and, 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 and if that happens, you have to take that personally. You can only okay. take that personally. No, I'll take some statistics. She's not listening. Oh, right, what we'll do is we're going to take an advert break. When we come back, we're going to take calls straight to air, and we're going to see if we can find a partner, male, female, not bothered? Male, please. OK. Um, a, ma- a male or a female partner for Lucy. We'll take calls straight to air. Thank oh, you. Oh, you're very welcome. Oh, three... Four 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 nine nine one thousand. I would start dialing now. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. When we get back, we're gonna get we're gonna fight. We're gonna get Lucy 
pregnant. Hit the numbers now, you will get through. You definitely will, because it really has not been much of an uptake so far. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. OK, we're going to take calls straight to air if you want to get it on with Lucy. 03444991000. Lucy, I've got to be honest, the, the, the switchboard has not, oh. is not lit up. Oh. But maybe, no, but maybe they need to know a little bit more about yourself. So, so why don't you sell yourself? I don't mean like that. I don't mean what would you like to know? Well, what, tell us about What books, what movies do you like? Um, are you loyal? Uh, do you have a favourite position? Um, what, can you, <laughs> what can you bring to a relationship that will tempt um, my callers to, to ring in, Lucy? Well, I'm not sure, really. I've got... Well, right now I have three doggies on my bed. OK. Um... I've travelled most of the world. Oh. I'm adventurous. Okay, now we're getting mm. interested. Now we're getting interested. And, and here we go. Um, we go. What's the word? Um, Drunk. Sorry. No, no. What do you, the, the word, you're looking for a word. I was looking for a word. And okay. um, um, and the word is um, um, spontaneous. Is the word? <laughs> is the word? I know, we all get the irony of that. No, the word is spontaneous. 034, and you said it... So, 0344 499 <laughs> Could the word be Gatford? Gatford? Hello there, Lucy. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm TK. Have, have, you, have, you, got, have you got anything against uh, people with only nine toes? No. Excellent, Do you speak Hindi? Do I speak pardon? Sorry, Hindi? No, but I can learn. <laughs> it's, fun, it's fun for me to learn with you. <laughs> I'm open to new experiences and new things. TK. Pardon? TK. OK, he was boring me. 0344 499 Let's try this one. Line three, you're through to Lucy. Oh, it's a piggy. Hi. Hello, piggy. <laughs> Oh, he's lovely, man. No, you can do better than that. Oh, three, four, four, four. You can do. You can. You're a great. You're a beautiful. <laughs> I am spirit. Beautiful, you're a beautiful spirit. Oh, I don't know that, but I know you're a beautiful spirit. I like your spirit. Thank you. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Catherine, you were about to say something. I just found it very interesting to hear Gafford's sexy voice. Isn't it? Is that bad? what that was? I think that's what he was doing. Oh, did you? notice? Oh, I thought that was just like a, a horrible, creepy voice. Oh, um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, here's the thing. We're not getting many phone calls, Lucy. And that, oh. well, that, no, but don't, listen, don't take it personally. Because, like I say, you're a beautiful spirit. And <laughs> I wonder if it's because people nowadays, they um, get their encounters via apps. Maybe we need to put you on an app. I don't want to do, go on an app. Well, I, 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 then I think you might be single then. Because I think oh. everybody <laughs> in 2018, and we're nearly 2019. Everybody gets... Uh, if anyone wants to call in, we've got Lucy for a couple more minutes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Everybody gets their um, action on an app. Oh, Lucy, say hello to Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Lucy, I've just rung up to hello. offer my services as Hi. a professional news photographer to do the news pictures of you and your intended once you meet him. And, of course... Maybe uh, uh, Ian can be the best man. That would be I can do the uh, photos. We, we can have a nice magazine skit. What do you think, Ian? Good idea? We're not getting any phone calls, Nigel. There's not going to be a wedding. I thought it was Nigel from Mainstone. No, God, no. Can he you doesn't... get him to call me up? I'd oh, love to he, meet him. T- I, with the best will in the world, you're too old for him. 
He doesn't I, listen. Okay. He doesn't How do listen. You know to the show? I am? Well, it's not your. It's, we know that you're not sixteen. So no. Um, say hello to line three, Lucy. Hi, line three. Hi, line three. Hello. Good evening. Good, Good evening, evening, Lucy. Good evening. How are you? <laughs> How are you? You've travelled all over India, haven't you? <laughs> I love India, yes. Happy Diwali. I do too, but I've never been there, so I'm I'm looking to go there this year, later <laughs> in December. Beautiful. Yeah. Are so you Are you into spirituality? Are you? Absolutely. Here we go. You I are. I am spirituality, so you're into my friend. I'm into smudging. <laughs> oh, smudging all the time, my friend. I've got white sage coming out of my ears. Same here, same here. Seriously. I've always got a good couple of sticks of it here, yeah? Yeah, I love a stick of stage. Oh, wow. And where do you live? Teddington. I don't know. I'm in Hampshire. Not by choice, actually. Actually, I plan to to move to a beautiful little island called La Gomera, which is a tiny Canarian island. Canarian. Beautiful, beautiful, (laughs) tiny little island that no one's ever heard of before. And um, now the Brexit thing's happening. I don't think it's going to be possible. I'm supposed to be taking my three dogs there to start a chai, little chai stall there, but I don't think it's going to happen now. I love I chai. Like I used to do chai around fires. Sorry? I used to, do, I used to make chai. I used to take a little urn oh, to a little group fire. And we used to make, well, between myself and my friend, we used to make lovely, oh, lovely chai. That's beautiful. Would you like to come and yeah. chai with me? Can I can I, I interrupt? Can I interrupt? Can no, I interrupt? No, you can't. Well, I just want to ask one question. We're having a chai conversation. Dreamweaver. Hello. Dreamweaver. Hi. Don't you have a partner? Hi. Hi, Kate. Oh, that's not on. I don't. No, I don't anymore. I, uh, uh, she's got serious problems, and we've we've separated. She's oh. she's into alcohol a lot. And, oh, I'm and, sorry to hear that. I'm sorry. To and she that tried case. to she tried to throw herself in front of something the other day, and it was too much for me to handle. So I've had okay. to sort of walk away. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, time, in that case, yeah. I step back. I apologise. I, I step <laughs> back. I step back, and I let you two carry on and get sexy with each other. Sexy time now. Oh. So, um, so, so, are we, we, we going to arrange to go to the studio and smudge? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, do, you do, you e- do you smoke an e-cigarette? I don't smoke an e-cigarette. I don't smoke an e-tobacco. Phenomenon. I wonder if anyone else has experienced it with a vapour. When you take a puff, it turns the radio off. Oh, wow. It's, it's electronic, isn't it? Yeah. We could be yeah, in the rare, rare like situation that. of Dreamweaver backing away here. Yeah. It's Dreamweaving. Mm. I'd love I'm to meet you. Weaving, yeah. Where do you live? I live in Hampshire. Okay. So you spiritual kind of Too guy, are you? My hometown is Glastonbury. I come from Glastonbury, but I'm living in Hampshire, so yeah. Okay. So you don't sound as keen all of a sudden, Dreamweaver, because she's. I'm getting the vibe that He's she's up for vibe. meeting you, and you're you're now kind of backing away yeah. from it. He's backing off. I don't know where where it is she lives. Where whereabouts is it? That you told me, you. but whereabouts she's is told that? You twice. Well, where I live is not really important. It's really where, who I am, isn't it? Yes, yes, but we have to meet up. Well, this is I'll what I'm thinking. Like, Ian, Ian should start something. It's uh, the late night alternative. We've started it! Like... This is it! We're doing it! We've got you, Dreamweaver! And he's suddenly oh. not interested! Oh, dear. I'm really? I'm interested. I'm very interested in meeting up. Well, the, the stuff I've heard... I love you, Dreamweaver. What's your real name, Dreamweaver? 
That is my name. What's your birthday? What star sign are you? Here we go. Here we go. I'm a Sagittarius Capricorn. I'm on the cusp. I'm a Sagittarius. Cusp. Go to cusp. What cusp are you on? What cusp are you on, Capricorn? I'm 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 born on the winter solstice. Are you now? Well, my birthday's nine eleven, or the eleventh of September. That's my that's my youngest son's date of birth. Is it? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. And my name's Lucy, and I love acid. You love what acid? (laughs) Yes. God. Right. Okay. Well, that's 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 a a game (laughs) changer. The digits on my passport are nine nine nine. How cool is that? When you're talking acid, are you talking honesty? We're talking here. Okay. Well, you guys, I'm going to put you on the same line as each other. Um, if I do that, excellent. There you go. You're on the same. Uh, how do I get you wavelength? No. Well, yeah, probably. Right. You, can you? You should be able to hear each other now. <laughs> yes. He's joking. No. Talk to each other. Hi. Oh no! Hang on, Dream Leader. <gasps> hang on. Hang on. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Um. Well, well hang on a minute. Um, right. Dreamweaver, say hello now. Hi. Hello. Right. Hello. Turn their Hi. fader down, Sam. Fader down. Turn. Uh, they, um. Wait, 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 when did that change? They used to be able to. Right. Hang on. Hang, hang on a second. Right. Turn it up. Can you hear each other? Can you? Right. Count to ten. Now I'm sucking on my e-cigarette. I can't hear him. Two. I was just seeing if they can hear each other. Because they could last week. They could last week. Go on, turn it up. Nine. Did you hear? Did you hear all of the numbers, Lucy? Yes, I did. So, screw you, kids. You don't know nothing, Sam. You're gonna. You're fired. Turn. But before you go, could you turn their fader down? You two chat. Get it on with each other. Get horny. Get sexy. This is the late night alternative. We've made love happen. We're gonna make a baby. We're gonna have a baby on the show. This is what it's all about now. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, can I help you? Yes, Lou, I got your email. Thank you. Just send us back the bloody book, you dick. There you go. Just, you know, just send us back the book. Come on. This is the, this is the thing. This is what I knew would happen, right? The person who shouted the loudest for the logbook is the is the second worst at, at maintaining it. That was weeks ago, man. The plan was five to seven days. Please let me have it. But this is why I was reluctant not to send it to her. Yeah, so just just send it back whenever you can, please. That'll be really great. Thanks very much. Really appreciate it. Um, they've gone. Did they swap phone numbers? We don't know. We just don't know if they swap phone numbers. Gosh, they might be taking things offline. Um, evening, Simon. Good evening. How are we? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of this game. I was phoning up to speak to Lucy, but I think I missed the boat, haven't I? You do, do you take acid? No. Then you're on, you're on a different boat. She's on a, you're on a boat. She's on a jelly bean. Uh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. That, that wouldn't be good. Oh, jelly beans, I do like. Yeah, well, well, I was saying surreal, there was a surrealist thing to say, because you get surreal when you take LSD-25. Um, mm. anyway. Never done it, never done drugs. Well, no, good for you, good for yeah. you. I would, you. I would have, 20 years ago, I would have laughed at you for being a square, and now I have, uh, now I just think, well done, that's the choice you've made, and congratulations. I don't, I, I think neither more nor less of you for doing drugs or oh. not doing drugs. 
I um I find the whole concept quite um, intriguing. I must admit, I'm not. I, the, the reason I've never taken anything is because I'm not brave enough. Um, I find it, you know, scary not being in control. But uh... there's a very funny sketch. Fred Armisen was mentioned earlier on by our guest, and there's a very funny sketch in a series he does um, with Carrie Brownstein called Portlandia. And it's a mum and a dad in their 40s who've never done drugs. And they say, look, we've never done drugs. The kids are old enough. Let's try let's, let's try drugs. Let's try it. And they're like, yeah, OK. And they said, but we're going to do it safe. We've got to be safe. OK, we're going to try drugs. We've got to be safe. We've got to tell people. We've got to let people know. So what they do is they end up, before they even take the drugs, they make a sign that they wear on the neck saying, excuse us, we are high on drugs. And they make all these signs, and they, they kind of cover themselves in padding in case they fall over so they can't hurt themselves. And then they take... I, I think they smoke, like, half a joint or something, so they're not really high. Mm. But they're all... They're just like, oh, my God, we're on drugs! Oh, we're on drugs! And everyone's just watching them going, yeah, you're not actually high. You just, you know... It's a, it's, I, I, I'm, not, I'm doing the sketch a disservice, but, yes, it, it's, it's a very funny sketch. Um, well, you know... The thing about drugs is, you know, it works for some people. I, I, it doesn't work for others. I'm allergic to drugs in as much as when I, when I put a drug in my body, I have an allergic reaction. That means I can't stop. Um, mm. For most of my drug taking, it was miserable. It was horrible and it was lonely. But for some of it, it was fun and it was sociable. And um, it was a laugh. And I think it is important. Uh, obviously, I can't encourage people to take drugs, and I wouldn't encourage people to take drugs, and I have to be careful about what I say here. But I think it is important. Miranda Sawyer does it brilliantly in her book, Out of Time. She talks very openly about her drug use and about how much fun a lot of it was. And it can be fun. There's a reason ecstasy is called ecstasy. That's how it, it makes yeah. you feel ecstatic. Obviously, but obviously there are risks Um uh, 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 with it, um, and you know, and in the same way that some people like, like get having a few glasses of wine to relax. Some people like having a couple of joints. Same way, some people like getting absolutely trolleyed on booze. Other people mm. like doing a lot of class A's. You know, the, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is whatever works for you, man. But I, I do think it's important if you're gonna, if you're gonna. This is what I'm getting at. If you're going to speak openly about drugs and have an honest conversation about drugs, you can't do just say it's really bad for you. I got addicted to it and it nearly killed me because there will be young people doing drugs thinking, mm. well, yeah, but that's not my story. I'm I'm having a great time. There'll be people in their 40s and 50s doing a couple of lines of coke now thinking but that's not my story. I'm having a great time. And I think that to have an open, honest discussion about drugs, you have to admit that, that um, they can be fun in certain situations with uh, certain oh, times of your life. It. But, for, no, I mean, I the last, the last, the last 15, it. 10 years, no, last eight years of my life was, was horrendous taking drugs. But they can be fun. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't doubt it. But, uh, you know, I, I live quite a boring existence not as boring but it's as not, but it's not boring bit, but, well that's quite boring but it's not as boring but 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 I, I you know i would have called you boring 20 years ago for not trying drugs come on man i've tried drugs I, I wouldn't oh, have. i am boring no but but no but i don't think that making the choice of not taking drugs is not a boring choice that's not a boring choice that's just the life choice that you've yeah. made and it isn't boring I, I used to think it was but that's because i was probably trying to justify my own excessive um, uh, plunge into the world of drugs. 
But it's not boring. That's 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 a decision you've made, and that's a, that's a cool that's a cool decision. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. It's not a problem. Yeah, good. So. Well, exactly. Then that's 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 the, you know, if you had a burning desire to smoke a joint or take acid and see what that was like, well, then you'd have to question how much you wanted to do it, and then you go and do it. But if you're cool with where you are, then that's. Cool. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really worried. I, I'm not. I'm not encouraging people to take drugs with this, am I, Kath? Because I'm aware that that's against the law, and I don't want to get. I'm just trying to be honest. No. Is that are you cool with this? I'm cool with it. You oh, know, okay. you've spelled out the your experience with it, so yeah, okay. Which doesn't sound I, like fun I, for most of it. So there we go. I think that um, for what from what I'm, I've gathered about you in the last year or so is that you're very down-to-earth and very real. And I think that's the key you're thing. Real. You are real. You're very realistic. Yes. And there's no, um, uh, what's the word, bullshine. Thank you. Uh, you're, just, you're just real. And it's very sobering for anybody that needs a dose of reality. If, you know, this is the place to come to. Oh, look at that. If we did, if we did proper tra- trails, new trails every week, that would be in the trail, but they're too lazy. Has to be said, though, we also provide... Healthy doses of whimsy. There we go. There's lots of lots of whimsy. Oh, it's amazing. Lots of amazing. whimsy. Amazing. Here's the thing. <clears throat> I'm I'm too honest, and uh, 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 and I really think God, it, what what would my career have been like? What would my marriage have been like? What would my personal life have been like if um, I was uh, able to withhold a lot of this stuff? in the performance environment. And, I mean, you don't get, for example, Richard Madeley being as confessional as me, or... No. Um, oh, I don't know. I think he does give too much right, info. Maybe he's not, he's not a great example. He's not a great example. OK. Um, Dermot. Ben, 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 Dermot. OK, great example. Dermot O'Leary. You don't get Dermot mm. giving away... I, know very, I, I used to know Dermot. I haven't seen him for years and years and years. But I know very little about him from listening to him and watching him on, on the TV. And, and I wonder, well, if I had been able to reel in this um, wearing my heart on my sleeve, would I have been more successful? I don't think it would work for you. I think, no. I think part of the, um, the appeal that you have and, and part of the, the, the main part that makes people want to listen to you is the fact that you are so... Uh, real and and you know nobody knows what's coming out of your mouth next. It's, 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 that's and what gets me. The I'm sure sack though. That's what's going to get no, me. But the I'm, sack I'm, from I'm this sure. Place. I'm sure there must be there must be a percentage of your listeners that, that listen to you because um, they're horrified by what you're going to come out with next, and oh. they can't help but listen oh. because you know they. It's like, do you remember? Did you did you ever watch the um, Howard Stern uh, film? What's it called now? True Parts, Private Parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, it, there's a bit on there where he said, um, "There's a couple of them talking," and he says, uh, "There's, a, there's a, however many people keep tuning in because they, they love him, but more people tuning yeah. in because they didn't." Yeah, yeah. And they listen because for long. They never knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think to a degree that could be true with yourself because. There is no one else that does what you do, and it's, it's, it keeps me coming back. That's for yeah, sure. I'm t- I, it's the thing. I, I'm tired of being a cult. Anyway, we're going. We're disappearing up my my uh, a hole a bit. Yeah. Simon, nice to talk to you. Thank you very Thank much you. indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Paul Ross on at one o'clock, of course. Is it? Yes, yeah, Thursday tonight. Is it? So Paul Ross is tonight, and then uh, uh, Martin Kellner, the um, the bastard of broadcasting, as he's known, <laughs> is on tomorrow night at one. He killed a man. Um, just to um, watch him die. Um, Gatford. Bubba Um 
I thought I would ring up, because I know you're, you're, you're a musical chap, aren't you? I, I'm one of Britain's most talented... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm a, yeah. pro, I'm a pro, prodigy. Indeed. And, and Kath has equally got a, a, a great singing voice as well. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, fair enough. What are you um, after, Gatford? L- I'm not after that, it. I'm that not lady's after... number. <sighs> oh, no one, no lady. No one, no lady. That's my next uh, wife. Are you are you a fan of any band that you think, my goodness, they only did two albums, I wish they'd done more? Is there are there are there musical acts that you think, guys, I really wish they could have done a few more? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I recently found that Gatford is, and that's why he wants to. Tell, why don't you just say? Why don't you just? Why are you asking me the question, pretending you're, you're interested in my answer when you just wanted to talk about your thing? This is like doing bants with I, certain I, presenters. He'll go, Kath, you're married, aren't you? And you go, uh, and then before you wow. can answer, he's got a story about his wife. She's talking about David no, Prever. I am talking about Prever. Really hoping, really hoping that you might have said a band, and then I could have done an experiment with you, but you didn't. So. I'm trying to think of a band that's only done. All right, um, um, the uh, the lad I was the the simple kid. Simple, I wish simple kid had done more albums. Okay, if you find on you go on YouTube and you can find fans that have created albums of bands that only did three or four, two or three albums. Well, so not but we won't be one of simple kids. So that again, that was pointless. Me even coming up with that. That's twice you've made well, me no, think but... for no reason. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so I found this. Okay, so I thought maybe you might get some joy. You can go home and think about a band on your own. Sheesh. Who um, have you? What? What? What is this crap? I found that someone created a fourth Nirvana album. Oh God. All right, and some of it's pretty good because there are lots of tapes. You know, all this stuff that Prince has done allegedly. Is all out there? Apparently locked up. Yes, mate. They're called. Day. They're called. Jeez, mate, fan-made albums, they're, they're, they're things, they're called bootlegs. They've been around. The first bootleg, the first bootleg came out, I'm not quite sure when, I'm going to say 68, and it was called, okay. do you know what the first the first bootleg was of unreleased okay. material? I'll tell you, it was called Great White Wonder. Do you know who it was by? The Beatles? Bob Dylan. The first ever okay. bootlegged album of unreleased material was Bob Dylan, Great White Wonder, 1968, um, and it was stuff that had not been released. Somehow, the fans had managed to get hold of this stuff that had not been released and press it onto a vinyl album. This has been happening for exactly... That was 1968, 2018, for exactly 52 years. And and you're coming to me as though... You're coming to me as though this is a new concept? Why don't well, you get screwed? Get screwed! Makes me sick! Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Catherine Boyle, you've got something. What is it? Man with three wives punishes them with month long sex ban if they annoy him. His name? Ivan Sukov. Oh, <laughs> yes, man. Told you'd like this. Ivan Sukov, who's set to become a dad for the tenth time, is also looking for more wives, preferably tall, slim and affectionate. A man with three wives has revealed he refuses to have sex with them for a month whenever they annoy him. Serial lover Ivan Sukov has a separate room and every evening he invites one of his wives to spend the night with him. Nope. But he forbids any bedroom action with the trio if they've been up to no good. They've been not ladies. This is according what, to the, what does no good 
mean I in his displ- book? I think displeasing him in some way. If, so if they upset Sukhov, then there's no... OK. The 34-year-old from Russia can only have one official wife by law. His name's Ivan Sukhov, Sam. I know you missed that because you were talking to Paul. His name's Ivan Sukhov. Mr Sukhov. Mr Sukhov? Yes, please. So he can only have one official wife by law, so his other two wives live with him by mutual agreement. Yes. But he dreams of having more wives and at least 50 kids. He's a player. He is a player. Before... I have a vibrator. Sorry, what did you say? I have a vibrator. What, 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 what for? A picture of my fufu. My God. Why do you hate me? Before becoming a polygamist, Ivan lived with his legal wife... Well, OK, so her last name's Suckoff. Well, you have to change it for a woman, don't you? Oh, OK. Suckoffia? Natalia... <laughs> I just realised what I said. Is that all right? Natalia Sukova. <laughs> Sukova. Oh, really? I was only just getting started. <laughs> for 11 Another years! Another five minutes. <laughs> but he felt a strong desire to be the head of a large family. There we go. And wanted to have more wives and as many children as possible. Good lad. Natalia, who works as a nurse in a local hospital, said, I was against the idea at first. I could not imagine such a situation. (laughs) But then I changed my mind because he really wanted to have a large family. Ivan has nine children so far. (laughs) Six of them are Natalia's. Three of them were delivered by his wife, Anna, who is now pregnant with his tenth child. He said, I want to have at least 50 children, but the more the better. Well, 50. The family lives in a three-bed flat. But Um. Ivan is thinking of selling up to buy a big house in the suburbs. Yeah. Every night, Ivan invites one of his wives to be with him. Is this him. a fairy story? Sounds like one, doesn't it? Every night, Ivan invites one of his wives to be with him. Natalia said, he invites us in a row. But according to Ivan, if he has a problem with one of his wives, he punishes her by not, and I quote, putting out. This, this story is, um, is a feminine bias. <laughs> he said, story. if one of my wives does something wrong, I will not invite her to bed for a month. The wives reportedly live harmoniously together and are very friendly to each other. Oh, Recently, he accepted a woman named Medina to enter his family and become uh, his she, third was wife. She, was she a funky? Fucking Medina. She said funky there. She said funky. Didn't it sound like it, though? Didn't it sound like it? It sounded like something else. Don't be um, northernist. It's... Medina is a Muslim, while Ivan is Russian Orthodox. Mm. So she had to go against the wishes of her parents and religion to be with him. They Medina really said, love each other. She said, I saw him on TV and fell in love with him. I decided to be with him, no matter what they said. No matter what. You listening to this, Luke? I am certainly listening to it. Good lad, well, you keep listening. They've all got jobs and receive a salary. According to polygamists, they have enough money to provide themselves and their children with a good standard of living. Ivan is ready to accept more wives into his growing family, but he has some requirements. He I sa- have a vibrator. He said, I like tall, slim and affectionate women. Blimey. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it, Luke? Isn't it? Blimey, O'Reilly. Yes, sir. He's got a very long, tickly beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I'm clean-shaven. OK. No, not you, Mr Suckoff. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 what I was actually uh, going to ask you about, you know, you were talking about your kids earlier on. Yes. Have you ever had to do these uh, school projects for them, like building things? Not for them, no. Because, because they're, they're, no, because they're meant to do the homework themselves. Ah, just about finished building a house for one of my kids. Why? Surely, surely it's their homework. Y- yes, you you can help them, but they're meant to do it, and you're just kind of supposed to nudge them in the right direction, aren't you? No, uh, well, what it was, I, I was looking at the other parents because they've already put theirs in, yeah. and they seem to have uh, done 
Um, ours is built off the internet. Right. You know, by somebody like Lawrence Learning Bowen and stuff like that. L- Lawrence, lo- lo- Lawrence Learning Bowen. Lawrence Learning Bowen. Oh, Boner. Boner. Uh, that's the one. Lawrence Boner, yeah. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh, well, I've just, uh, just finished it. And it's all I can... Um, How long did it take you? Something to do with three little pigs. How long did it take you? Uh, well, I started at five o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. And I finished uh, 20 minutes ago. And what time did he go to bed? Me? No, him. Oh, oh, God knows. Hours ago? Yeah. Did, yeah, he, yeah. did he do... You know what the moral of the Three Little Pigs story is, don't you? You tell me. Go on, please. Well, that you can take shortcuts, but actually doing the work is what pays in the end. Yeah. The so... father does the work for the kids, and it pays for the kids in the end. I'll get that one. No, no. Well, no. Well, you might... OK. Um, well, it sounds like you've had a great time bonding with your son... While yes. he while he sleeps, exactly, and you do his homework for him. Yes, I've got no choice. Well, you could tell him to. How old is he? Three. <laughs> <laughs> he's only three. What a lazy little toad he is! <laughs> so he's going to rock. Up, he's going to rock up with this super slick, open plan house. All the other kids are going to have a, an utterly butterly. <laughs> And a, 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 do they call that yogurt stuff? No, some of the kids have their houses are like yeah, made out of logs and bricks and things. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My kids is made out of lollipop sticks. Okay. Well, that sounds. It sounds like you're. It sounds like you're doing a great job. Always, always. Thank you very much, Luke. And thank you, Ian. Thank you. No, Good no. no you. Thank you, Luke. But, but more power to your elbow. More power to my sleeping time. I think. Go to bed. Good night. Bye bye. What a great dad. What a great dad. What a lazy kid. <laughs> what a lazy three year old. That's the problem with guys. Broken Britain is that three year old kid won't get off his ass. I've done that though at school when you walk in with your project, you look around, you go, um, none of these has been done by a child. Yeah. Good evening. Oh, it's a dirty pervert. Good evening, Ian. Good evening. I'd just like to ask you the question why do you think it's all right to take drugs? Sorry? Why did he contemplate saying it's fun to take drugs? Um, did you listen to the entire conversation? No, I, I, actually, I, you know, I've been drained for two days. I've been to a funeral. I've been, you know, I've been up and down the country. <coughs> yeah. When you say, you know, the conversation you had, you were saying, it's all right to take drugs. No. Nope. Well, you know, I, I've actually lost a son through yep. people taking drugs. Okay. I'm really, I'm really, uh, really sorry for your loss. No, no, you don't have, you don't have to, you don't have to apologise to me. But it's like you know, I, I wasn't apologising. I was, I was expressing uh, empathy and sympathy. I wasn't apologising. Right. Well, I thank you for that. But you know, cannabis leads to bigger drugs, and it's a known fact. Yeah. Okay. You know, people take cannabis, and then they lead to something else, and it's something else, and it's something else. Yes. And eventually, somebody loses their life. Not always. No. Like my son. Not no, al- no, not always. Not no, always. Not, very, not, very not, rarely. Very, very rarely. Well, I think you'll find statistics are quite wrong there. Could you show me the statistics? What statistics have you got? Well, what do you think all these these stabbings are all over in London? What's it all over? Well, there's there's lots of... I can answer the question... I can answer the right, question. Well, there's lots right. of different. There's lots of different reasons for the stabbings. Um, I gather right. a lot of it is about territory, um, but also, yes, yeah, some of it is to do is is drug related. Yeah. Right. The old man who was beaten up in Newcastle. 
Okay. This is irrelevant. This, I, I'm really, I'm genuinely, I'm sorry for your loss, but it's irrelevant to what I was saying. If you listen to, the, to the, what I was saying, what you're talking about is not connected. Fair enough. You know, it's just, I, I'm driving back from Banstead. Yeah. You know, and I've got this. Obviously, the signal's not been that clever. I but think I you've to... missed quite a lot. I've, uh, uh, Ian, honestly, listen to me, brother. I genuinely, I'm sorry. As a, a dad to a dad, I'm right. sorry for your loss, right? right. I, the whole thing wasn't me saying everyone should go out and take drugs. It's fun, right? Listen, I'm a drug addict, right? right. I'm, right. I'm in recovery from drug addiction, and most of my no. most of my drug using was miserable and was horrible and was dark and yeah. was lonely and was, was, was messed up, right? But I have to be really, really honest and say that there were some bits of my drug-taking that were a lot of fun. And I think if you're going to talk to kids, in particular, about drug-taking, you have to be honest and say some of it is fun, but there there are dangers and you have to be cautious. I actually am a drug... I, I talk with the police officer in County Durham. I actually talk to kids. Yeah. Obviously, my loss, you know, it might make them trigger something in the brain. It might where do. Where they say, oh, hang on a minute, you know, I might kill somebody here. Yeah, it might do. It definitely might do. Well, you hopefully know, something I, good will come out of that horrible, horrible well, tragedy. I hope it does. You know, something... I mean, the lad who did it to my son, don't get me wrong, I got me karma, as they call it, because he took an overdose, and I was absolutely over the moon with it. Well, I, I, I can understand... I can't share that joy... But I can understand why you would feel happy at the the death of the person that was responsible for the death of your son. Of course I can. Yeah. Right, well, I apologise for not listening to the full conversation. You should listen! Listen to my show <laughs> from 10 o'clock at, from the beginning to the end, Ian. How dare you? It's his warmth and empathy that makes him so listenable. Hey, listen, listen man. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you... You can't get the signal down south. I know, it's rubbish. You uh, can retune your DAB now. Have you not done your paid-for read? No, I've, I've not. Oh, um, Kath. Kid, I've been, I've been talking tele- about it. Oh. Anyway, listen, Ian, uh, genuinely, brother, yeah. give us a call another time and maybe we'll talk in a bit more depth about it when you're not driving. Right, I appreciate you, yeah, you I'm, allowing I'm, I'm me to explain. You, yeah. And again, I'm sorry for your loss, man. No, Take care, fella. I bye-bye. I apologise for listening to the whole story. There we go. Well, then we ended, we ended shaking hands and that's all we can ask for. Thank you, man. Drive carefully. Cheers, mate. Bye yeah. bye. Bye bye. What a lovely fella. What a nice guy. And I'm uh, genuinely you know. him as well. You're lovely. <laughs> yeah. um, this is the this is the pro- this is the the problem is when you talk. We did have a little chitty chat about drugs, and um, if you only catch a little bit of that conversation, you catch the bit where you go. Well, taking drugs can be fun. Then that's what you think the conversation is, and you miss the the whole thing around it. Also, it's so unusual to hear that said that yeah. people only hear that yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. 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 and it's they just, don't hear all the stuff around it. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. I just I just was just saying, Paul, that I think if you're going to talk to young people about drugs, you can't just do the hey, don't take drugs, they're bad, you'll die. Because there's a me- reason that many of us have in the past had uh, problems with them well, because yeah. they can be at times yeah. liberation, yeah. exhilarating, all oh, that other stuff. They they can you be park all your fun. troubles in your old kit bag and yeah. fly fly away. <laughs> exactly, and some people are able to. To, to do that and then put it to one side. I can't do that and put it to one side. I do it and I'm there. But, you know, there is a reason that, that people take drugs. Yeah. It's because they can be fun and we need to acknowledge that. But also you have to be careful and, again, I'm, uh, you know, to, to hear about someone who's lost a son through a drug thing, that's heartbreaking. Man. Hello, Paul Ross. Good morning. I hate to start on a down. I, I think it might be time for an almost intervention. Far bit for me to critique your producer. Oh. But my analysis of the three little pigs is that <laughs> two of them have a great time and then there's always some mug who do all the work and save you from the wolf. That's surely what the message is. Mm. But spend your twigs, straw, and then dopey brother, in my case my brother Simon, would do all the work and we could all go and live with him. 
And he I, saves you. I think I think that your straw, I think I'm sticks, and I think you're bricks. Yeah. Catherine, you're bricks. I need to All back to Cassid. Exactly. And I've been the four cans of Pike Cans of Stella. Just for me, that is, though. Well, well, Catherine is the one who, I imagine, on the bus... Catherine, can I, can I copy bolt the door? She might bolt the door from the inside. <laughs> can I copy she might bolt the door and watch us die screaming in the, <laughs> the depredations of the wolf. That, that, that is yeah, I'm more, I'm more Grimm's fairy tales than the Disney version. My well, life's like a fairy tale, Grimm, as John Cooper <laughs> used to say. What have you got on your show, Well, for, uh, loads of stuff, the usual old chosh, but also we're talking to a remarkable man, leading academic, all through the past few weeks, been counting down to the big commemorations this weekend. Let me show you a quick photograph, OK? Got a professor on the phone. Look at that... that Almost Viking helmet. Oh, yeah, That's a Prussian helmet bought back by a man from the Chang Nasa tribe in India and adapted into a ceremonial thing. One and a half million Indians from the undivided subcontinent served in the Great War. Wow, this yeah, guy has yeah. written an amazing book about that. We talked yeah. so far about the Irish, the Anzacs, Australians, New Zealanders, Canadians, Africans, this, Matt. They've even got... Yeah. And we're trying to dig some out, but they're all in different languages, like Pashto, Karsi, Nepalese, Gujarati, Hindi... 2,677 recordings were made by, listen to this, the Royal Prussian Phonographic Commission of Indian Prisoners of War in the Great War. Is that not remarkable? Voices from time. Now, we may not play them because we can't understand a word they're saying. I'm not fluent in Pashto. Oh, I bet they sound incredible. Isn't they? that? So th- this is an astonishing story. It's the kind of end of our look back at the Great War. It's going to be a big weekend for that. Oh. And we're doing all the usual stuff on a Friday. I had um, I had an email. We, uh, can, I, can I quickly do this, this email? I, I meant to do this. From Jasmine, who is Swiss... Yes. Hi, Ian. This is J- Jasmine. Thank you for this. And uh, the, the company logo of Talk Radio has changed. Have you seen it? It turned into that red thing yeah. with a green triangle next to it. I always thought it looks like an apple. People sometimes wear that on the telly. You've done this too. Do you know what it means? Can you explain? She's describing poppy. the poppy. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, you, of course, I, we had a guest the other night who said something similar. I can't remember where they were from. Yeah. Who's asking about it? Never occurred to me that. Yeah. Of, so, is it just in Britain? No, that in we the states, the we, we, we crossed live to the World War One Museum in Missouri yesterday, and they've had poppy making classes. And for the last ten years or so, apparently they've kind of half absorbed okay. it. Okay. So, but I think it makes because it's Flanders Field, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Flanders Field. Yeah. So there you go, Jasmine. It's, it's the poppy and it's uh, Remembrance Sunday. This Swiss Sunday. though. Swiss though. Yes. Well, really? <laughs> come on now. Okay. Come how on. is that Nazi come gold on. and five hundred years come of on. kind of duplicity going for you, Jasmine? Paul Ross, outrageous uh, behaviour. The Swiss flag, white cross on a white background. That is. Swiss tank, four, four reverse quiz, one forward. Hey, eh? much of the Swiss SAS, who cares who wins? Hey, eh? I've got a million of them. I'm here all week. Oh, well, you're not, actually. We've got, we got Martin the Bastard Kelmer. <laughs> he is. He's, a, he's killed a man. Um, we will be back tonight uh, at 10 o'clock. Don't forget, uh, don't, podcasts are plenty out there if you want to go and get those. You can listen on DAB, you can download the app, or you can go to talkradio.co.uk. Paul Ross is up next. This is Talk Radio.